You are watching the vodka stream. Now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Yo, what is happening, motherfuckers? How's everybody doing? It's it's Friday. Ugh. Gonna be hot tomorrow. Gonna be hot tomorrow where I'm at. Jeez, just all the notification. 95 degrees. Yay. Summer is definitely here. Ugh. Good times. Thank God for AC. Right, guys? Uh, what's happening? Who's out there? How's everybody doing? It's Friday. It's Friday. Uh, yeah, I mean, some people have said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm something like a God, you know, just, uh, all right. It's that time of the week. It definitely is What's going on. Jose, happy Friday, blaze it up, drink it up. There you go. Greetings, Mr. Hummingbird. How you doing? And local news, people confirm Zack Snyder is indeed a God. Yes. He, on the other hand, yeah, me, you know, not so much I'm trying to work up to God status. Mr. Fear Jason, how you doing, sir? What is going on, Paul Smith? Miguel, how you doing? How you doing? And we got Mama Film Junkie here. She just got home from Reno. Look at that. Nice. Hopefully she had a good time. Hopefully you had a good time, Mom. Chris will be visiting her on um, on um, Sunday. What's going on, Mr. Jason? Everything's good. Yeah, hopefully you're doing good, recuperating, all that stuff. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. All right. Can I film your junk on my knees, junk? Wow. Okay, that's very interesting. Let's, uh, you know, let's. Uh, we're already, we're already going to that territory, huh? <laughs> ah, where were you? I was going to be one fifteen next to Thursday. What? Hot? Oh, one fifteen. Yeah. Sorry, I read that wrong. I was like, what? I thought I was thinking you were saying the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vegas. I'm sure it's going to be a lot worse. But you know what? At least it's a dry heat, right? What's going on, Mister uh, Geek Studios? How's it going? Uh, we went by quick. It kind of did, didn't it? Kind of did, even though I think on Wednesday I kept f feeling like it was Thursday and stuff. So, yeah, Dave, I have the same Batman poster as you. Which one? <laughs> which one? Um, which one are you talking about? That one? That? I guess this guy, right? Yeah, or that one? <laughs> There's a couple of them right there. Um, so, you know, I'm pretty sure you're probably meaning the one that's mostly in the shot, right? Hopefully, huh? Yeah, he had a great time. No go Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, well, the Giants won today, so at least there's that. That's right. Talkman stealing another home run, which was great. It's the one above the, yeah, yeah. So this one right here, cool. Yeah, I got that one for, was it for my birthday? I think it was for my birthday. Yeah, I think I got it for my birthday. So, but anyways, guys, look at this. I got a new bottle of vodka here something i have not tried yet but i was at bevmo yesterday because i was like you know what um i needed you know it's funny um see i was over in that little plaza over there um first i went to the mall to get some other little things too which i'll show you in a bit but um um right next there was a bevmo and i was out of water because you guys i've told you guys you know and hopefully no you know there should be no pee breaks but you know i was been on a new regimen where you know a certain certain time I ingest a lot of water and you know of course I've taken some pee breaks during film chunky lives don't worry should be okay for tonight but so I was like out of water so I went well 
There's no stores like grocery stores in this area. I don't want to have to go all the way over here. Bevmo. I mean, it's Bevmo. They got to have water. And sure enough, they did. And I was like, yeah, I'll pick up a bottle of something. So I got this, which is Tahoe Blue Vodka. That's right. Never had it. But apparently it's made with Tahoe water. That's right. It's, it's an extraordinary three vodka blend. And uh, yeah, and it shows how they do it. Oh, so they do it with with 50% sugar cane, grape, and corn. Save me a piece of that corn for later. And then, uh, yeah, so it's all that. So I'm going to give this a whirl, guys. I've never had it before. Let's see what's going on with this. See, not even broken the seal yet. Ah, there we go. Throw that over there. Oh, I love that it, oh, wait, wait. It's on there pretty damn tight. Holy crap. There we go. Oh, you got to love that sound. Ah, oh, so good. I always love the little cork sound. All right, so let's see. Like I said, made from the water of Tahoe. Been to Tahoe once for my brother's uh, my brother's 40th birthday. We went a couple of years ago. It was a lot of fun, family and stuff. Really a lot of fun. So anyways, all right. Well, cheers, guys. Here's to, uh, you know. Here's for a good night of uh, nerdy discussions and all that stuff. Salute. Mm. Tastes like vodka. <laughs> uh, no. Tastes pretty good. Smooth. Pretty smooth. Ah, not too shabby. Not too shabby. Cheers. Ooh, what's going on? All right, we got Nicotina. Nicotina here. We got Javier. What's up? How's it going? Special K, how you doing, sir? Yeah, not too bad. So Tahoe, where my where my money get that corn out of my face. Yeah, get that corn out of my face. Love a good uh Nacho Libre reference, I will say. I'm all about Nacho Libre. You know, it sucks that we never got a sequel to Nacho Libre. Couldn't get one now because they would just call it racist or something because it's Jack Black doing it. Even though they kind of explain all that, but um, anyways, so so uh I got some new pops that are right here. You know what? I broke the rule and I took I took Black Adam out of the uh, I took Black Adam out of the box, you know, because I kept it in the box because somebody told me to keep it in the box. I don't think she's in the chat right now, but uh, she took hers out of the box. I was like, what the heck? I thought we weren't you weren't supposed to take certain ones out of the box. But she so she had a Black Adam out of the box. You know, we were talking about Wonder Meg. And so I was like, you know what? Then I'm going to take because I wanted to look at this guy and I love the little the lightning all around him and stuff like that. It's just badass. So I took him out of the box. What's going on, Eric? How you doing? And uh, then I got Butcha. I got Butcha. That's right. That's right. Stop being a... Yeah, I'm not going to say the word, but you know. Yeah, so I got Butcher yesterday. I've already had already had Homelander. So, you know, that's not new. But I figured since I had Butcher out, I might as well. And then, of course, I got Sub-Zero from the movie. You know, even though the movie, you know, kind of was a little disappointing... I still liked uh, Sub-Zero in there, so I don't even know how many. I know they have. I only saw three different ones when it came to that, but, yeah, there's my Sub-Zero uh, movie pop right there. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's the new pops right there. And then, of course, I have myself, my own personal pop right here. So there you go. There you go. So that's it. Yeah, so there we go. Um, you're rocking uh, the single malt scotch. Look at you, Jason. Fancy, fancy, fancy. It's been a while since I've had some scotch. Been a bit since I had some scotch. But, uh, you know, scotch, 
Um, I've never been like a big scotch guy, you know, more of a bourbon guy. So, yeah, it's always, uh, but yeah, you know, but usually like if somebody, uh, somebody has some scotch, I'll have some scotch. That's for sure. So, all right, let me go ahead and do that right there. All right. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you guys are, what the heck? So many things, man. There's so many things, so many weird things. Well, yeah, we got a lot to, well, we got a lot to discuss, but of course, uh, my guests will be in here. Somebody who, um, you know, I've actually talked to like occasionally behind the scenes. Uh, we actually are part of um, a fantasy football league too. Um, so, um, yeah. So when it comes to me and uh, Skyler, yeah, we've uh, we've known each other for a little bit. Just never had like a one on one kind of thing. Maybe a couple messages, few messages here and there. But you know, I've always was like, hey, well, want to come on the show? Talk uh, talk some nerdy stuff. So we'll talk to him when he uh, gets in here. Should be a good time. And then hopefully, you know, some panel people will show up and we'll talk about we'll talk about <laughs> we'll talk about some stuff. Let's not talk about that guy though. Hmm. Devin Faraci. <clears throat> yeah. He did some tweeting today. Isn't that fun? It's always fun when he tries to, you know, come back into the into the light. Into the light. Ugh. It's gross. It's gross. Uh, you're awesome, Will Diesel. What are you talking about? Is that Gal Gadot rumor for real or not? Which Gal Gadot rumor? Which one? What's up? What's going on, Infinity? Yeah, it's been a little while, man. Where have you been? Where have you been? Missed ya. But um, I don't know which gal, which uh, which rumor are you talking about, Special K? I'm not sure which one you're talking about. Is it well, like the one where she's going to leave after Wonder Woman 3? That's the that's the one rumor that I'm thinking about. Maybe. All right. Let's see here. Boop, boop, boop. Oh, come on. Why is that not working? What the hell? Oh, stupid thing. Which one? The gal is done. No, she's not done. She's got Wonder Woman 3 to do. I, that's why I, I don't understand when people were like freaking out when she was talking about how like four years ago Wonder Woman came out, changed your life, and blah, blah, blah. A lot of people were like, is this is she done? It's like, but she still has another movie. <laughs> I mean, let's at least let's at least have her do Wonder Woman 3 before we start going, hey, she's completely done with Wonder Woman, you know? So I mean, there's been how many times have we heard stuff like that? You know, how many times have we heard that Daniel Craig was gonna be not bond anymore? I mean, after like Skyfall or you know, after, I mean, obviously after this one, it's going to happen, but you know, I mean, there's always like the speculation sometimes when these people are going to hang up their cape or their, you know, their cufflinks or her lasso or whatever the hell. So, you know, we just gotta, she's gotta be patient. We still got a whole other uh, movie that she's going to be doing. So, you know, and you never know, you never know. I don't know if, I don't know what, uh, I know that was just being passed around, but I think people are just making the assumption. So don't worry about that. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and do that. Thing all good here. Hey, we got a new member, Compton. Comp Comp 7 on. <laughs> or Compton, I don't know. But thank you for joining. And yes, guys, if you want to join, become a Film Junkie member, do so. I do uh, post-show videos during the week, post-show vlogs. And we do, once a week, do like a members-only stream where you guys can like pick my brain and do whatever it is, you know, say whatever. And, uh... You know, and then of course hit that like thumbs up, all that stuff. And then if you want to get some merchandise like my vodka stream shirt, which is down below, 
do so. It's all provided down below. You you blame Ben Everts? Yeah, I know. I blame him too, actually. So, and then uh, thank you, Jason. Thank you for the super chat, sir. For the pirate ship, baby. You're awesome. I appreciate it, man. You guys are all awesome. But all right, let's go ahead and uh, invite in my my guest here uh, from DC. Well, not DC. I almost said DC. From uh, from Dis Insider. Dis Insider. I don't know if, if I'm saying that right, but you guys know what I'm saying. Anyways, Mr. Skyler, how you doing, sir? Uh oh, what happened? Let's try that again. Why is that not working? Uh oh, we got a blank screen here. Uh oh, looks like he was here. He must have froze up or something. Yeah, <laughs> quite an introduction right there. Yeah, because I see him. I see the little box down there, and I, I could see he's getting, he might have to log back in. He might have to click the link again. But this, yeah, so we'll see what uh, what's going on. We've got some technical difficulties going on right there. Hopefully, am I still good? I should be still good. Yeah, we're still good right here. Still good. There we go. All right, he's back. Let's see. Not ban. Don't do that. Okay. So let's try this again. Skyler. Can you up? hear me? Yeah, you're good. <laughs> I can't hear you. You can't hear me. Uh-oh. That's Why not Why can't good. I hear you? I can hear me. I can't hear you. Interesting. You look good, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate hey, I, it. Hey, so that, do you. That works for, hey, we can do... Wait, Let me play can... around. Give me a second. Okay. Yeah, try to, try to check some of the audio me. stuff. A novice yeah. at... Uh, the YouTube space. It happens, man. Oh, I can hear you through the computer. Okay, there you go. Hang oh. on. Oh, something hooked up to just your Hang mic. Hang on. Your boy's got this. <laughs> we're good. We're good. He hoped he has this. Mm -hmm. It happens. Don't worry. I mean, just ask. not 100% good on this. Just ask the live chat. I've had many. All right, let's try this again. Okay. Here we go. Can you, you hear me? me? Test, test. I can. There we go. We're good now. I like it. How okay, you been, man? Cool. Good. How you been? Hey, not too bad. Good. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, thank you for joining. And I figured, I mean, it was it was about time because um, I know, like, you know, we've kind of um, we all, we've known each other for a little bit, you know, behind the scenes a little bit, but we never had like full on conversations. I know we're part of like you know a little fantasy football thing and whatnot, and and uh, so you know. We've uh, it's it was only a matter of time before I got you on the stream, and then when I found out you were in LA, I'm like perfect because you're in LA, right? Or close yeah. to LA? Yeah. Um, because sometimes when people are back east, it's a little bit like, eesh, you know, oh, because I know. yeah, the three hour difference can kind of uh, you know, can be a little bit of an issue, but it's brutal. This was like perfect time, eight o'clock. I was like, oh heck yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Let's so no, it. I'm super stoked to actually be on. You know, we we have a little fun banter in the. Uh, the fantasy football realm with all the other writers from exactly. comic book and you know, screen what's funny, what's funny about that is like I always seem to start off pretty well and then it just it just I don't know I dive bomb into just loss after loss after loss I've noticed <laughs> since we started doing that. It was so funny because you had I thought you had the strongest team. I I, uh -huh. I believe I threw a couple trade offers. Oh you at did you. Like, so did everybody else. I was everybody. like man he's got the greatest team and it's just oh oh I know. I would, uh, yeah, I'd always get like hit up, you know, and then I just be like, nah, <laughs> sorry, nah, oh, nah yep. keeping it. And then all of a sudden it was just like either injuries would happen or yeah, it just, it wouldn't go my way. I'd be like good for like almost halfway through the season. And then it would just, yeah, just die. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah, it happens. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, I'm doing a hard lemonade. Nice. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. Ex Sounds refreshing. Spiked. 
Yeah, there we go. Cheers to you. Cheers to you, man. I mean, it's getting hot. I oh, just I saw the uh, temperature tomorrow over here is going to be 95, and I'm like, yay, fantastic. Oh, here comes the heat. Apparently Tuesday it's going to be like 108. What? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Like, oh, man. Good old California. Oh, good Lord. Man, that's no good. Um, so anyways, uh, and uh, yeah, if you guys want to follow, uh, Skyler, uh, just follow him at his name right there. Skyler. How do you say your last name? Schuler, right? Schuler. Yeah. Like the horrible nineties yeah. quarterback. I don't know if you knew Heath Schuler. Yeah. Right. What is played, his first, what was his first he, name? It was Heath Schuler. He played Heath. for the Redskins okay. and he was absolutely awful. It was just okay. bad. <laughs> don't look him up. It's embarrassing. Don't look him up. It's yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't ruin the good name of Schuler. Um, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, you can follow him on Skyler Schuler on uh, Twitter, and then of course you are editor in chief of uh, the Diz Insider. Did I say it right? The Diz Insider, right. Diz Insider. It's funny. You're one of the only uh, people I know that have said it right. You know, yeah, it's usually the the Disney Diz. Insider or okay, yeah. Diz Insider, which which is cool. I, I don't mind. <laughs> um, how long you been working on? Did you uh, actually create it too, or did you just get brought on? Um, no, it was it was originally it was just an Instagram account just for fun. Cause uh, you know, I liked posting news, you know, on Instagram and, you know, I go to the parks all the time. You know, I've had a pass for 20, 30, almost 30 years. And I would go all the time and I would just connect with people, tell them, Hey, follow this account. And it wasn't called the Diz Insider. It was called Disney film facts. It was the dumbest name in the world. Um, <laughs> but that's what kind of grew it. And uh, you know, one day my, uh, my best friend, Derek was running a comic book, uh, website called comic boys at the time hmm. and they were looking for writers and i was like um, i you know i went to school for writing and uh creative writing i think i could do this and i ended up loving it i loved covering movies not even i'll take disney out of the picture i just loved covering movies i love movies i love comics and uh, i was like i want to do this on my own so i kind of created the own website and it kind of just broke off from there nice so it's, nice. it's, it's, it's been a whirlwind, you know, covering I'm this sure. crazy company that's Disney. Love them or hate them. They're, they're good at what they do. They, yeah, I mean, no doubt about that. Um, how long you been uh, on the site now? We created it in 2013. It's been the Diz Insider since 2017, I believe. Okay. So yeah, you've been at it for a bit. Yeah, it was just strictly movies. And then I was like, oh, my God, now you got Disney Plus and Fox and Hulu and Marvel and Star Wars and the parks and Disney Channel and all sorts of stuff. And it just it just became a whirlwind. So I brought on a bunch of cool people to, you know, help out, you know, other writers from other sites come on and help out, whether it's from, you know, writers from the direct and, you know, you're we're friends with all these same people in the same spaces that do these things. Yeah. And uh, it's been a blast. It's it's super cool. It's it's become a small little business for us, and you know I have a blast doing it. Yeah. Do you do it full time? Uh, I do it full time with my full time job. Uh, oh, okay. Which is funny. <laughs> which is I I work with uh, for a music video company out here in L.A. Oh, nice. And uh, so I do that in conjunction with that job. So it's funny that my full time job is in the music industry when my passions and like movies and TV. So nice. Well, that's it's been cool. nice. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. I'm sure it is trying to balance both of that. I mean, I have a full-time job too, and I'm, you know, trying to do a, you know, daily news show and everything. I mean, it, it could get pretty hectic, but to run like an entire you know website that's, you know, fairly popular too. I mean, it's got, I mean, it's gotten up there and to um, have writers underneath you and stuff like that. It's gotta be, I don't know. You got your emails must be going off like crazy a lot of the times, huh? 
you, you know what's funny is it didn't at first, but over the last year and a half, it has. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, Disney reps emailing me and Marvel reps and Star Wars reps and then people that want to join and all these, you know, hey, interview this person. I get my inbox is flooded with people who want me to interview them for the r- most random things that has nothing to do with Disney. Gotcha. Uh, there's uh, someone from Shark Tank. Uh, one of their reps emailed me. Hey, you want to email or uh, uh, interview Barbara Cochran, one of the Shark Tank People, I'm like, oh, what? Do you, what site do you think I run? <laughs> I was like, man, you know what? I mean, I'm not, that's I mean, it's with, cool. Yeah, I mean, I, that's happened with me too. Like literally, like I've gotten, you know, hey, you should interview so and so. I'm like, but why? Like, I don't even know yeah. who that person is. I don't know what I would ask. They're like a, they're, and then I look at the IMDb. I'm like, okay, they're in a current. They're currently in a show right now on Amazon, and I don't know what the. Sh- I don't know this person. Why do you want? You know, right? Yeah, it's happened to me. And then you know, but then of course you try to get the, you know, try to get the bigger fish, and you just get turned down. It's like, I mean, I mean, but look at you. You're, you know, you're interviewing Zack Snyder and his <laughs> wife and Frank Grillo and uh, Henry Lennox and all sorts of people and and in this space it's just awesome so it's not shocking that someone would reach out to you and say please interview this person from our quibi tv show oh no no there's nothing wrong with it it's just like it's it's funny though yeah 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 it's just sometimes you do gotta just have be like yeah it just because i always like to keep it where it's like hey let's just have a discussion you know it's and if i don't know exactly anything not one real thing about this person i'm gonna be like Nah, I'm just gonna have to pass on that. But you know, when it when it comes to somebody like you know, like, and then it, when it comes to somebody like yeah, like say Harry Lennox or whatever. I mean that that could be. Oof. I mean, I'll be like, this is Harry Lennox we're talking about. This is a theater trained actor who's done so much, and he's just like. Then that's like I have the opposite where I'm like, yes, I want to talk to this guy, but holy shit, what do I? What do we talk about? What do I ask him? Oh, for sure. I'm sure that's happened with you too. I mean, it's just yeah. yeah. Well, it, it, it's funny. I our late one of our latest interviews, which is on our YouTube channel, is we interviewed Garner Holt, and uh-huh. uh, he he's an animatronic builder. He he's done all sorts of things for uh, Universal Studios, Disneyland, Chuck E. Cheese, all just you name it. His animatronics are in there, uh-huh. and uh, I had quite the nerves interviewing this one person on the website. One of my writers, uh, Josh Sharp, he does a lot of these celebrity interviews. So he did uh, Jody Benson, the voice of Ariel and Barbie and the robot and flubber. He's done Leonard Malton. He's done uh, the host of prop culture. Um, He's done a couple other interviews with some uh, pretty notable people in the Disney space. And it's, I did that one interview with Garner Holt, who you might not know his name, but you know, his work. And even then I was like, Oh, the nerves, like, how do you, let me ask you, like you've interviewed these people. Like, how do you let your nerves settle when doing this? Like you're, you're interviewing Zack Snyder and now you guys are best buds drinking together. That's that's <laughs> no, crazy. That's, that's what helps. Uh, you know, having a little drinky drinking kind of a little, liquid courage. Little, bit, little bit, little, li- yeah. yeah. I mean, when it comes to like, uh, okay. So say Harry Lennox, that was like a pre-recorded interview during the day. I mean, yeah, I might've poured a little bit of something and just kind of, you know, I think yeah, what happens up. is, yeah. What happens is it's like, um, I mean, when it comes to Zach, Zach now I've, I've gotten so comfortable with Zach now where, I mean, we have talked to him on the phone. It's just, now it's just, nice. yeah, I, yeah. At first, like when I first interview him, whew, yeah, I wasn't like that nervous, but of course, you know, I wrote like two and a half pages worth of questions and then I'm like, which ones do I ask him? You know, he's not going to be on forever and blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, so that was a little nerve wracking, but after a while, it's just like, you know, he's just, he's so easy to talk to. I mean, 
you know, the guy's just, he's just like one of the guys. Like when he showed up last time, we were having an army of the dead discussion. He just showed up and then just, you know, we just asked him questions and it's just great. Yeah, I was watching one of your recent interviews with him, and I'm I lo- I'm watching, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like these guys have known each other for years. It's it, it's yeah. astounding how how cool, calm, and collected you are. I was just like, man, I need to get to that level. That's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but then sometimes, like say, like when uh when the Justice Con thing happened, and I was gonna interview Joe Mang- Manganello, um, you know, I I go through a process maybe um where like an hour before I'll start pacing, <laughs> back oh, and forth down my hallway and just kind of going, okay ask this one go in this order and i'm just kind of going okay and you know i'll just do just just pace back and forth and that's when the nerves you know are starting to like get there so i have all this energy so i'll just start pacing back and forth and just kind of with my notepad and just going you know at you know and rearranging some of the questions and blah 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 and then i'm always like well is there something that we can you know that can connect with with this person or something like that, you know, and like, for instance, for Joe Mang, it was like, I knew he was a Metallica fan. I'm also a diehard Metallica fan. So I'm like, all right, fit Metallica somewhere in the beginning, just to, just to, just to hit it off like that. And then yeah. maybe we just calm down. And it actually, it was pretty cool because once I did that, it was like, I think it kind of shocked him. He's like, Oh, I didn't know I was going to get a Metallica question. And it was just like, there it is. So that's awesome. It, it kind of humanizes him outside of his entertainment yes. industry, which is really cool. Yeah, and but I mean, sadly though, I mean, he was on his iPad, and apparently the audio on his end was not sounding great. So there was a little bit of like issues where it was like, ah, shit. Um, and then I like apparently had to like stand still because you know I'm I'm fairly animated sometimes, so I'm was moving, you know. So I just had to like kind of sit stand still because people behind the scenes were going, I think if you move, maybe that's when the audio goes crazy. So it was a. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was a little nerve wracking, but we got That's through crazy. it and it ended up being uh, pretty good. But yeah, I mean, it's just, I think you just build that muscle. You just kind of do it. And after the nerves are never going to go away, which, which is fine. But I think that it, you're, you're not like going, oh my God. I mean, when I got my first big like get was Connie Nielsen and whew, oh, awesome. I was super nervous about that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, well, technically it was Zach was my big get, but. When it came to, you know, he was just so easy to talk to. But when it came to just like somebody who I literally was like talking to or people and blah, 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 this, blah, blah, that setting up a time I had to send over pre pre questions and all that stuff. You know, with Zach, it was just like, yeah, hit him up, blah, 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 phone call. Let's do it. And that was it. It was very easy peasy. Didn't have to go through anybody. But yeah, with Connie, it was like it had to go through people and stuff. So that that I think it just added like another level of like, oh, man, I got to be a little more, I guess, maybe professional. I don't know. I just it was it was a whole thing. But she was she was a sweetheart. And it was funny, too, because we pre-recorded it like uh, I was 11 o'clock my our time because she's uh, in the UK. And so okay. it was like nine o'clock her time. And then she was like, Hey, I got wine. I, I didn't bring vodka. And I was like, well, I'm going to go ahead and pour vodka. So I'm drinking vodka at like fucking 11, 11 o'clock in the morning. So <laughs> oh, that that's helped. hilarious. Yeah. That helps. So yeah, it's just a, you know, it's just over time. It just seems like, you know, I'm, I've always wanted to be just like laid back. Let's just have a discussion. So, you know, it, you just get used to it. I, I guess, I guess I could say, I don't know, but. Oh, uh, I love it. Yeah, we have, uh, we have a couple things lined up that you know has me shaking. So we'll see how yeah. this uh, turns out here in the next month or so. What do you got, Tom Hiddleston coming on? Huh? 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 Uh, oh, yeah. How'd you know? No. Um, <laughs> uh, we're we're lucky enough to do something for Jungle Cruise. Oh, nice. Uh, next month. So I um, I don't I don't think I'm allowed to say just yet, but it's okay. one of the big ones. And okay. um, 
we have mm-hmm. we have Bob Gurr, who uh, he's an uh, an Imagineer who worked directly with Walt Disney in the fifties. Uh, he developed the the Matterhorn, the monorail. That was like his thing. So yeah. so we have that, and his house is. Uh, out and towards Burbank and it's decked out with old school, you know, Disney attractions that have been ripped out 50, 60 years ago. He has his own little tiki bar. He wants you to have a nice drink when you're interviewing him. He has his little martini. You have your beer. And uh, so that one should be fun, but we have a couple things lined up. So I'm excited. That sounds like my kind of guy, man. Oh yeah. He's a partier. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like, like 89, 90 and he's partying still. I love still it. Do it. See, I mean, you know, I mean, I always say, I'm like, my only grandpa that's still alive is the one that drank, 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 drank. And I'm like, maybe there's something to this. Yeah. I, I, at least that's yeah. what I try to, you know, tell myself. The, it's the elixir of life. Yes. You know, it's like, long as you don't let it, you know, ruin your life. Yeah. yeah. People can have like a, you know, a kind of a good relationship with, uh, with the bottle without it, like really doing so. I mean, I know some people go like, yeah, David drink a lot. I'm like, yeah, but am I sitting there going, huh, drooling on myself and falling down while I'm filming this stuff? No, I'm good. Yeah. Good, so, yeah. I think that'd be my biggest worry is like, okay. Yeah. I want to slur the words and mix yeah. up. My biggest fear is, you know, getting <laughs> sauced up and calling, you know, Bob Gerb yeah. Tim or something, you know, right. And be like, who? I'm yeah. just like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, bl- I blame the, the Modelo. It's not me. Yeah. I swear to God, it's not what I'm I, like. I yeah. I mean, there's been times at the end. Of, I mean, sometimes these vodka streams can go, you know, four hours or whatever, you know, just depending on discussion. Yeah. Right. At the end, I could be like a little slurry Susie a little bit. It does happen. Uh, we've had some fun times when it comes to that in there. Some of the other guys, uh, you know, you would get a little tossed, which but that's what it's, that's the fun about it. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's just like, we're just having a good time and we just happen to have cameras on us and anybody can see us. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's been times too. Like uh, I think when I interviewed Samantha Wynn, she was like, ah, I wanted to get a drink, but I was worried that I would end up, you know, something would happen. And I was like, ah, you would have been fine. You would have been fine. You're going to just tell me what your next role is. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, Ooh. look at that. Ooh. Oh, hello. Nice. Look, at that. hello. Uh, look at that. Look at that. My own little. Drinks. Yeah. Let's switch <laughs> off to uh, the Bloody Mary. Wow. Look at you. Bloody Mary. Expect a tip. Uh, she expects a tip. I love it. That's nice. <laughs> That's Full crazy. service. Get your That's waitress. Wonderful. Yeah. Always. 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 Uh, I like a good Bloody Mary in the morning. That's for damn sure. Uh, Bloody Mary at uh, almost nine o'clock at night. I'm, I'm still okay with it. No, no, you're fine. No, no, it's still a good drink to have. But oh, I oh, think the goodness. last time I last time I had a Bloody Mary was I was going up uh, to Oregon for my that job at the time, and uh, yeah, it just you know waiting there, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna have a Bloody Mary, and man, it was absolutely delicious. It's a good oh, breakfast the best. drink. Good breakfast drink. So when it comes to um, stuff that's happening in the Disney world, is there um, like, uh, I mean, obviously it's kind of going crazy right now with Disney Plus and everything that's coming with that. I mean, uh, Loki just just uh, showed up. Um, I'm, I'm, I take it you've probably seen more than the first episode. I've seen the first two. Um, yeah. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the second episode. I think the first episode is the it's weird with these Marvel shows. I think the the Loki had a really solid opening for what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I find it... I think we still need to wait two, three more episodes until we find out the reason why Loki means so much and why he deserves his own series. Um, like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed what the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was, what it did. I liked WandaVision at the start, and it kind of fizzled out for me. Yeah, um, uh, the Ralph I'm in the 
really do. Yeah, I'm in the minority there, and I know some people in the uh, Marvel or Disney community will come after me, but that that's fine. <laughs> I'm very. It, it's so funny when I talk about like Marvel and Disney. Is like when I when I talk highly of it, I'm a Disney shill, and I get paid by Disney, um, which I would love. Uh, Bob uh, Chapek, my wallet is open. Um, yeah, there you go. But when I am vocal about Disney and you know some of the things I don't like, it's like. How dare you? You're yeah. the Disney guy. And I'm like, oh, I have a, I, I have, you know, opinions too. And yeah, uh, I mean, what, I see how that is. I mean, I, you know, you, you, it's like you can't be critical because you know you, you know, you're on a website that you know strictly Disney and blah blah blah. And it's like, no, nah, you, but you still have your own opinions about things. I mean, even yeah. like, uh, uh, you know, when it comes to, D, you know, I'm all about DC, you know, especially the the Snyder fandom and stuff like that. But it's like, hey, I could still. It's not like not like I'm just going to, you know, say like every little thing like, oh, it's a perfect movie or this is great or, you know, I'm yeah. not going to say stuff like that. I'm still going to give, you know, you could get that whole like, how dare you? And I'm like, oh, how dare you even support, uh, you know, you're hyped for the Flash. How dare you? It's like, yeah, I mean, I get it where there's stuff like, I mean, there's some things behind the scenes. Yeah, it sucks. The situation sucks. But at yeah, the same sure. time, I just kind of go like. Well, I love the Flash, and I kind of want to see what the Muschietti's do. There's a lot of things. I mean, it, it, it especially being a DC fan. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah, it can be a little like uh, you know, a lot of disappointments. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, I mean, of- I get it. I, I'm on that. My, I, okay. If I'm sure you've seen, but anyone that follows me on Twitter knows that I think Man of Steel is a crowning <laughs> achievement in comic book mo- in movie, you oh, know, yeah. history. I love. Man of Steel. I, it's one of my top 10 movies of all time. I find it to be just beautifully shot, a perfect comic book movie, an origin story, you know, a great battle, you know, these great characters and, uh, you know, it's a love story. It's an action movie and it's like perfectly balanced. And when I go and say that on my Twitter or, you know, the Instagram account, it's like, uh, have you seen Avengers Infinity War? And I'm like, yeah, yeah I like Infinity War, <laughs> but let me let me enjoy yeah. some DC content too. Like it, it's crazy, and I it's so sad because with the whole um, you know St- Snyder cut and you know restore the Snyderverse, which which would be cool. Like I I I love Man of Steel. Um, I loved you know the uh, the Snyder cut. I thought the yeah. Snyder cut was so much fun. I had yeah. such a blast with it, and uh, I'm one of those people that if you if you want to search through my Twitter, I didn't think it was happening ever. Ever. Yeah, I'll be the first one to admit it, and yeah. I am glad to have been proven wrong. And uh, it was a blast. So if they restore the Snyderverse or something were to magically happen, I'd be all for it. But yeah. at the same time, like I do like what the Muschietti's do, and I love <laughs> the Flash. I want to see Michael Keaton back as Batman, yeah. and I like Jason Momoa's Aquaman. I like the Wonder Woman movies. I, I, it, it, you're you're playing with two swords, you know, which one can be a little bit. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, obviously when, when, when it came to DC trying to do, you know, trying to expand their universe, I mean, obviously it was like Snyder was trying to do something, but then again, he was trying to do something different. They of course wanted to have something that, Hey, see what those guys are doing over there, which Snyder goes. Yeah. And that's great, but we're not going to do that. The same thing. It's like, let's do something different. And he pushed back against it. And he very much right. wanted to just like, Hey, I'm going to do this right here. And then 
we'll set the we'll set the foundation for every one of these characters. But I'm gonna go this trajectory with uh, my Superman story, and then I'm gonna right. end it, and then that's it. And you guys can do whatever. And then of course, you know, with things that you know that 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 weren't so great that happened, you know, it just didn't fall that way. But then of course, it's been great. The fact, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I love the fact that you you admit th- that you were like, oh, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And you could look at my Twitter. I thought it wasn't, but you're glad you're proven wrong. I think a lot of people were. I don't know how many people, like, just over that weekend and, like, the coming weeks after it came out, a lot of people were like, I was wrong. I was wrong about I didn't think this was going to be good. I w- Now I'm going to go back and watch Man of Steel and BVS because I think, like, maybe I, I get what, what was trying to be set up. I mean, there's so many things, and I love the – fact that people were able to just be like hey i was wrong and guess what i'm glad i'm glad i was yeah no no i'm i'm on that mindset and it, you know what's sad is i do have a lot of followers that are on the other end of that you know Probably. spectrum where they're like you know what you know i'm not a fan of you know what snyder does which is cool you all have your opinions um but it's the ones where like i would say i would love i've always said this there's two movies that disney's doing that i would love uh zach snyder to tackle the first one is Hunchback of Notre Dame. I think he would put something cool on the yeah, gargoyles. Definitely. And the same thing with uh, Night on Bald Mountain, which they're revisiting, uh, which is Chernabog. He's the big devil-looking character yeah. in Fantasia. Yeah. I was like, man, Zack Snyder would be awesome to direct those like wickedly dark uh, Disney movies. And you know, you get those people like, no, he ruined this. I'm like, he didn't ruin anything, really. In fact, <laughs> someone ruined it for him. And I'm just... You know, it's, it's sad to see. And I usually tell my followers, like, listen, I enjoy Man of Steel. You know, it's, I think he could do good with Disney. I think he would good, do good with Warner Brothers, Netflix, wherever he's going next. I'm not 100% sure. But, you know, it's, it's sad to, it's sad to see it. And it's hard. And especially in this space we're in, you know, you have a great following. We ha- I have a good following. And, you know, we see both sides. And sometimes yeah. it's so hard to, you know, to kind of walk that line. Yeah, you know, it- it can be because, you know, I mean, there's there'll be times where, I mean, I know I loved Infinity War, hated Ragnarok, you know, just stuff like that, where I'm like, I, I just was not a fan of Ragnarok. And I've gotten a pushback on that. And I'm like, hey, at the, I, I totally I and I always say this, too. And then, you know, I've even like when it comes to Thor, Love and Thunder, that's, you know, coming out and I hear like, oh, yeah, there's you're going to be even more gags and this and this. And I, I kind of go, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, it's just OK, it's not for me. But at the same time, I always go. I see the business sense of it because the first two Thor movies were probably the, you know, some, I mean, Thor is the weakest character. And even though it's like strong as business. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. It's funny now that the Marvel cinematic universe is aging. I don't really think you're all that in the minority with Thor Ragnarok. I see every, even on the Diz insider, when we're talking Thor love and thunder, it's become like, hopefully it's not too jokey and, and I can understand it. Yeah. Taika has these weird sensibilities to him, but you know, it's, I can see where people are. Okay. Melissa McCarthy is hella. We get where this is what what he's trying to do here. And uh, you know, it's, I don't think you're alone in that thought at all. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy how much people have turned on Thor Ragnarok. I don't personally mind it, but totally understand it's super campy for sure. Yeah. I mean, and, and like I said, as a business sense, it made, you know, a, crap ton of money and stuff like that and it was like it seemed like it reinvigorated the character into the mainstream and i was like okay fine that's totally fine i you know watched it twice 
I don't think I'm ever going to watch it again just because, you know, some great visuals. I'll give it that, you know, Taka Waititi. I mean, he's not, he, he's, he's made some good films. I, I thought Jojo Rabbit was excellent. When I watched that, I was like, there you go. I mean, this guy is a good filmmaker. Um, but, you know, and then when it comes to what's going to happen in Thor Love and Thunder, I mean, I'm curious to see what they do with Jane and uh, Natalie Portman. I mean, I saw, we saw some of those set photos and it's like, wow, she did uh, put in the work. Looks like she, yeah up some arms some shoulders i'm like that's gonna be interesting but then when i hear stuff like oh yeah there's even more gags i'm like oh god i'm just <sighs> you know I'm, I'm hoping that something the newcomers kind of save this movie you know christian bale you know that i'd like to see what yeah. yeah as gore the god butcher you know what's russell crowe gonna do i love i oh man you know him in uh in man of steel i, oh, man. I can go all day about man of steel but him yeah. and i'm curious to see if you know he's the you know the joke zeus character or does he rain terror upon you know gore and his army or whatever this movie is going to be so well uh, you know we'll we'll see but i you're not alone though in this universe with thor it's crazy i know i mean it's just kind of it's just funny because i think the first thor movie was great you know kenneth Branagh. i mean like i thought he did a great job with it i mean i went back and watched that after watching thor ragnarok and i'm like i appreciated it more actually and i'm like this is actually a pretty damn good movie but i can see why he's you know you got captain america of course and you got iron man which i mean that's he started the whole thing so you kind of go like yeah anytime they make a sequel of those everybody's like can't wait to see what's happening and then when it came to thor it's like when uh, dark the dark world came out eh, it was pretty pretty lackluster it had some issues you know it wasn't you're here being really nice about thor the dark yeah. world you're being <laughs> I, real I, nice. I, to be. I try yeah. to find like the kind of good but i think the only thing like like i, I really kind of dug was when they were having their end fight scene and they were jumping back and forth and i kind of like that but at the yeah, same the time portals and he's throwing yeah. the hammer through one portal thought, and it's coming out another yeah i thought yeah, some I of that, that was kind of cool a little creative but at the same time just a lot of the things that led up to it, uh, yeah, there was uh, no. oof, some definite, definite issues with that oh, one. Oh, for sure. Jeez. But, um, but you know, at the same time, it's like, uh, you know, even with Iron Man, I mean, Iron Man 2 is, oof. but I'm, I'm one of those that likes Iron Man 3. I don't know how you feel about it. I, I'm kind of in the middle with Iron Man 3. We're doing a new podcast called the Disney Catalog, and right now we're going through all the Marvel movies, and I, um, I feel about Iron Man 3 the same way I do The Incredible Hulk with uh, Edward Norton. I don't love it. I don't hate it, but I'm not, you know, I'm kind of indifferent. I'm like right in the sweet spot. It's like I can appreciate some of the things Iron Man 3 does, but I can also see why it's not the strongest in the MCU. It's There's some things I like about it for sure. I mean... I think what I just I'm a I like Shane Black, you know, and I I like oh, his I like his dialogue. Yeah. So I was kind of I saw like that's what he was trying to do in my opinion. Right. He, was, he was trying to you know put that really Shane witty Black back Shane. and forth uh, Shane Black dialogue between Tony and the kid, and you know maybe some people you know just didn't really it didn't really gel with people because you know a lot of the movie he's not in his suit. You know, yeah, it's only I, Tony, which I kind of dug, you know, so I think that's why I kind of, you know, I, I, I'm not, a lot of people absolutely hate that movie, probably even more than the second one. And I'm like, mm, the second mm, one. Yeah, oh, man, I don't know about that. Yeah. I, I do. I do think you're right. I do think the, the banter between the kid and uh, Robert Downey Jr. is one of the strongest part next to them attempting to kind of break down the psychosis of 
you know, Tony Stark after the events of Avengers, which yeah. I, I thought was kind of cool, like dealing with, you know, depression and PTSD. I thought that was kind of interesting too. So yeah, I think I those, they, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, when it comes to the, I mean, for the most part, when it comes to the MCU, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're not, everything is like a home run in my eyes. I mean, I, even though I like black Panther was something great and fantastic for some reason, I just, it's just not one of those movies. I just, when I think of like, Oh, if I'm going to watch an MCU movie, it's not the first one I go for because I think it was still sure. in line of like, and eh, it was still kind of clean in that, that final act. They fucking, they wonked that thing up, man. I don't know oh. what happened there because those, those visual effects are fucking horrible. It, it was sad because they were really good at the beginning. Yes. And it's like Ryan Coogler said, Oh my God. We lost now, all the damn budget in the first yeah. half of this movie. Well, no, it, it, I think it, it was crazy. From what I heard, from what I heard from a VFX artist, is yeah, they they weren't happy with the final act, so they were like, "We got to change this. We got to add more action." So all those visual effects were very last minute. That's why every. That's why that fight scene, the lighting looked bad. The 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 both the characters looked rubbery as all hell. I mean, it, it looked worse than fucking Spider Man two thousand two at some point, man. <laughs> I was I like, don't know. Yeah. it might have even been better to be honest. <laughs> Spider Man might have been better. Oh, I think it was. I think it was. Yeah, some of the visuals did look better. It looked so almost. Uh, it looked almost very. You know, uh, <laughs> it looked like some animated stuff you'd see in What If. You know, yes. oh, I was just like, what are you? And that's doing? Okay. Speaking of What If, when the hell is that coming out? Do you know? I mean, can you say anything? I. I I was always told by someone it was the second week of August. And then this rumor came out that it was August 6th. And then we got this email from Disney and they were like, no, no, you need, you need to take that back. It's not August 6th. And then I'm hearing from other people that it is in fact, August 6th. And they just didn't want that stuff out. Um, wow. it, but it's finished. Apparently they're working on the last few episodes of season two, which comes out next year. What the um, fuck? Yeah. I mean, so I, when, when they announced that I went, okay, that, is on the top of the list. When they were announcing their whole slate for, you know, Disney Plus, I was going, what if that intrigues me? Because that sounds really cool. You know, multi, you know, kind of like a multiverse kind of thing where it's like, yeah. what if did this happened? And I'm like, I'm all about that. But then it was like, okay, are we going to get a date? Are we going to get yeah. anything? Feed it? Yeah, they, yeah, they've done a, they've done a trailer. Yeah. A very quick trailer. And then yeah. no, po no like real good poster. Which is something they usually do. It's usually like, all right, and I don't know why they do this, but Disney's all about the six a.m. trailers, which I hate. Fucking um, a, dude. I'm the I'm same like, way. Same I'm like, way. I get you need to please, you know, Good Morning America in New York, but like, L.A. is one of the biggest movie going audiences in the world. I know. <laughs> Let yeah, us wake up first. What's wrong I'm with like, noon? Noon, noon Eastern time. Yeah. Thank with you. That? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm with nine o'clock. Nine yeah. o'clock. We'll we'll have our Bloody Marys and we'll watch the new exactly. Trailer, exactly. You know? That's what so, I'm about right there. no, it, yeah. but it, it's definitely in August. It's in the first two weeks for sure. I just don't know the exact date. You know, it's I've I've talked to too many people who have told me two different dates to where I don't believe it's the first two weeks of August. Yeah, that's gonna be yeah. See, I'm really looking for. I mean, I'm like even just like another trailer like that. I mean, like you said, posters. The posters are gonna they. If anything, the posters should be awesome because these are like crazy stories of like, what if this, that, or this? And we hear, even like when we hear um, rumors of like a certain story or something like that, I'm like, yeah, the posters will just, those will like hype people up like crazy. Yeah, and the, the rumors are coming out like crazy right now yeah. for what if and the story. I, I'm staying away just because I want to go into it with a clean slate. 
Um, even though you kind of have an idea of what these are from the trailer, you, you know Chadwick Boseman's final performances as like yeah. a, a Star-Lord or, you know, uh, Peggy Carter's going to be Captain Britain or whatever she's going to be. But if that poster is not, you know, Marvel Zombies, Avengers Zombies or whatever they call it, you know, I will be real pissed. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I want. Give me a zombified Captain America Please. with like Bucky pointing a gun at his head. Oh, oh man. I would, oh, I think that'd be so glorious. And, and, yeah, but then it's going to end up just being a poster where you got the whole cast up in that same template that they seem to. And then they, they, they it's like a, it's like a blooming onion. They like, yeah, put them all somebody's around. doing something like this or something like that. I'm like, man, can you just do something a little bit different? You know, if there's one thing. If there's one thing worse than Thor Ragnarok, it's the Thor Ragnarok poster. Yes, it's pretty uh, bad. It's pretty yeah, bad. Yeah. Oh, man. But uh, I mean, I mean, that's just, and one of the things too, like, um, you know, another gripe too. I mean, like I get that, you know, the formula was working, 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 but it's like, okay, but the Infinity Saga is done now. Now it's time to just like, hey, and, and you know, and I'm, I'm appreciating them branching off and continuing. I love the fact, I mean, when you, like going back to uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I think one of the things I really appreciated about it was like, well, they're just, they're continuing on. It's not like they're going, Hey, when are we going to reboot Captain America? It's like, no, they're going to go forward. And now Sam is going to be Captain America. And I was like, that's fine. You know, I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that. Um, But I think like when it comes to just like some of the, like you said, the, the, the poster template, change it up a little bit, please. And then even yeah. like when they release a trailer, it just always seems like it's like, oh, we got this cool trailer. You show something spectacular, show the title. And then all of a sudden they have to be like characters are sitting down at a dinner or something like that. And I'm yeah, like, I, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's a quick quip. I, I That I get. It's like, okay, we know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I, I, I want to see these like characters, like for instance, Eternals. I want to see Eternals. I, I find it, you know, these are characters I don't know and yeah. their powers sound cool. Like Shang Chi sounds kind of cool. I, I'm a sucker for you know kung fu movies, so I, I'm I like new things. I don't I don't want to see you know like those crazy. Everyone's like, oh, are they gonna bring Robert Downey Jr. back? I'm like, can he stay oh dead? God. Can we not revive these characters? Like, let Robert Downey Jr. stay dead. Let Steve Rogers retire or whatever he is. Let, let these yeah. characters retire. And they they've done this for 10, 15 years. Let them go away and tell new stories. Um, it'll be interesting because speaking of Spider-Man behind you, it's like with all the, all the confirmed reports and rumors out there, it's like, I'm kind of intrigued. Like I want to see the, like these things, I want to see how they do it. It's the yeah. same thing with the flash. I want to see Michael Keaton come back as Batman. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's no, wild, no, I'm, I'm, right with you on that. I'm with you on that. Like uh, when it came to uh, Spider-Man far from home, I didn't like it as much as I liked. I mean, it, it's weird. I have such a, when it comes to far from home, I, the first like 30, 40 minutes, I'm like, Oh man. Any, anytime I watch it, I kind of struggle through it just because of, I don't know, just the high school stuff and the field yeah. trip. It's just kind of, but then when it gets into the action and then the, uh, and then when we find out, which we all knew that obviously Mysterio was going to be, you know, a bad guy we knew that but yeah. once that happens and the final act strong like when he's doing the illusion stuff there's that's some really great spider-man cinematic shit that happens in that movie that i really can appreciate and then i really loved you know bringing back uh you know uh jay jonah jameson bringing back um jk simmons i thought that was perfect i'm like yes please because it seemed like okay now you know tony's gone 
We can now finally move on. Peter can now be in his own dude. Oh, wait, he's going to be wanted. He's a wanted guy now. Well, yeah, now exactly. you've, you've intrigued me already. And then all of a sudden they're talking about, hey, we're going to expand the Spidey verse. And I'm going, well, even better. Now you might be bringing this guy back. You might be bringing Garfield back. You're bringing other villains back. And then this is after Into the Spidey verse came out, which I think is phenomenal. I mean, that oh, was, my, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that right there. And I'm just kind of going, okay, you have something here. And, and I really want, I'm like begging, you know, Disney, Marvel, Marvel Studios, just lean into your Spideyverse right now because you did the Infinity Ver Infinity uh, Saga. That was awesome. You wrapped it up. Everything's good. Lean into your Spider-Man now, please. Just, or, I mean, I know there's a Sony thing, but just lean into that world as much as you can, I think. They're, Sony's biggest mistake, if this, if this were to happen, their biggest mistake would be, you know what, let's pull Tom Holland Spider-Man out now, his contract and yeah. all his movies, you know, let's just say, you know, we're done, we're pulling out. The biggest mistake they could make is putting him in the Morbius Venom universe, in my opinion. I, no one wants to see a Jared Leto Morbius film. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, Jared Leto, love him or hate him. He's, I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a very good character. Actor, yeah. but Morbius? Yeah. Like, oh my and I mean, I'm intrigued by it because I'm like curious about the character and I'm like, okay, let's see where they go with it. But I mean, it's just what's weird about it is we got that first trailer. What else? There hasn't really been anything else that, yeah. that really came about, you know? And and when it comes to Venom, um, love Tom Hardy. And I, you know, when it comes to the first Venom, um, I have issues with it. Like I like, um, there's things I love about it. I mean, obviously Tom Hardy is like one of my favorite actors working today, yeah, but there's a lot of, and then, you know, when the, the second trailer came out and it started off with like the kitchen and the, you know, singing, and I was like, uh, I don't know. I'm like, it's too, it's just a little too goofy when it's supposed to be, you know, carnage. But at the same time, I get it because I know the character, you know, he's dealing with the, you know, I get it, but it's just at the same time, I was kind of like, man, I'm hoping it's not going to be too jokey. My problem with Venom is I saw a different version of Venom done much better by a Tom Har uh, Hardy lookalike, and that's Upgrade. Oh, fuck. There I, it is. I thought Upgrade good, was a masterpiece. Right I love points. I'm like, man, this is Ve this is Venom. I don't need to see Venom. This is Venom. Yes. It's a robotic I, I, it Venom. Is funny, it is kind of funny. It's like, how has there not been like a movie where those two uh, have not been cast as like brothers? They could be fucking twin brothers, too. It's it insane. Crazy. It's yeah. crazy. I'm praying to God that Andy Circus, you know, does something I'm sure. special. I'm I didn't sure. like the I didn't like the trailer for Let I There Be Carnage, though. I was not that great with it either. I mean, I honestly was a little underwhelmed. And you know, it's just it and uh, you know, I was I was really going, okay, what is Andy Circus gonna give us? I mean, I'm hoping, I mean, he's the king of mocap. Uh, maybe it'll give us something dark, like darker, you know, and you know, it, this is carnage. It's Woody Harrelson. I love Woody Harrelson. Yeah. I'm so glad they got rid of that, you know, that carrot top. Oh, yeah. I was like, ah, it's a little bit much. I mean, anytime that Woody Harrelson's wearing a wig, it's easy to spot, obviously, because we know, we know it's, but that that's the thing. He, he He's one of those guys that can rock the bald look. But so when he was wearing something, it kind of throws you off. And that thing was just, whoa. I mean, it, it was, was getting sideshow bob level almost it was you know? so i'm glad that they tamed that whole thing down but uh but uh I'm, but yeah i was i mean i like the design he you know carnage looks cool you know i'm sure there's going to be some interesting stuff with that but at the same time it's just yeah underwhelmed man but yeah it, it's know. a it's a 
it's a weird universe. Like it, it, how do I describe this? It's when you think that, you know, Sony is doing a Venom movie, you, ex, you know, if someone were to say, Hey, Skyler, you know, this is before the Tom Hardy Venom. If they were to walk up, Hey, Skyler, they're doing a Venom movie. I'm like, awesome. Is he fighting Spider-Man? Yeah. And I'm just like, Oh no, no, it's, it's just Venom. And he's fighting a character named Riot. And then I'm like, who's Riot? And then, <laughs> And then they're like, okay, you know, the character Carnage. And I'm like, yeah, kind of from the, you know, from Marvel versus Capcom. And uh, briefly in the animated series, they're like, yeah, yeah, him. Except he's silver and not red. I'm like, okay, you lost me. I'm just. <laughs> yeah. Just so, you know, there's some symbiotes that, you know, they, they're just different ones. That's all. Just yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they just all look alike. You see, I, I know. I think like that was one of the things that a lot of the gripes uh, about the first Venom was the fact that it's like, well, doesn't he need Spider Man to like kind of get you know get going? I mean, it, it, that's that's like his like origin. Like, yeah, there's been other variations, of course, when it comes to when it comes to uh, you know the source material. But yeah, I, I mean, initially, I mean, obviously they tried that once with Spider Man three, and it kind of yeah. Well, we could talk about that. I mean, that, that's one thing about Spider Man three is like. Man, I mean, I, I think even Sam Raimi even talked about that too. Too is like he didn't initially want Venom, but they were like, "Hey, we gotta have something." Like they kind of forced them into it, and you could see it because I thought the Sandman arc was great. I thought that he was, was Thomas yeah. Hayden Church was an awesome Sandman, and yeah. if if the rumors are true that he's coming back, I, I'm all for it. Yeah, you know it. I'm I'm super excited to see these weaker Spider-Man characters kind of get a redemption if this all ends up being true from what we you know these are just rumors they're out there they're nothing no I don't know anything regarding this but if <laughs> Rhino is indeed returning oh man you know please. Electro I'm cool kind of giving them a redemption if it's a multiverse like it's a it's your this is your redo and it's your first attempt at doing Sinister 6 you know, yeah. it's and they've been wanting to do Sinister Six for years. We remember well, they, when they were trying to set it up. Yeah, with Drew Garfield. Goddard was supposed to yeah. do it. Yeah. So, and you know, you saw you saw all the pieces getting played, but at the same time too, it's like I you just got to wonder. I mean, we always talk about studio uh, interference and studio involvement, where they just kind of like, no, you got to do. And it, it, it almost seems like um, what was it? his name was uh, Webb, Mark Webb, who uh, yeah. did the uh, he did uh, yeah the Andrew Garfield ones, um, the Amazing Spider Man. Yeah. And it's like, you kind of, I mean, he did to reboot, you know, something as phenomenal as, you know, what that, what this, the first franchise was, because I mean, I mean, that really, that and X-Men were like, really just kind of set the set, set the table right. when it comes to like where we are now, when it comes to CBMs, especially this, because I mean, you know, having somebody f walking up the walls and, f you know, web slinging and shit like that. I mean, that, that was just, I mean, we saw, you know, then when they try to attempt it way back when, I mean, it, <laughs> it's like, I got this. And you see like a wire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and I know there's been other attempts uh, at it too. I know James Cameron at one point wanted to do a Spider-Man film and uh, it was with always, Leo, I thought, yeah, with Leo. Yeah. It was always on the table. And then they finally, you know, Sam Raimi just took it and fucking, and it's, it's awesome that he's back doing this shit now with the, with Doctor Strange too, which you know I'm really looking forward to. I, I like the first Doctor Strange a lot, actually. I think that's like a really strong origin story when it comes to the MCU. The first Doctor Strange, yeah, it's run by the numbers. You know, it has a similar yeah. formula, but at the same time, I like Cumberbatch, and I really loved him in in Infinity War. I thought he was like, oh, I th yeah, he was a standout. 
yeah i i like when it doesn't even have to be marvel it can be you know any studio but i like when studios take these characters that you just can't imagine being taken from the comic book page onto the big screen you know because those doctor strange like you if you can think like okay what are doctor strange's powers you know it's right. cosmic abilities and opening portals and doing all sorts of weird stuff you know wizard stuff and you're just like okay like okay how do you how do you do that in the comic book and bring it to the screen and that especially in infinity war you kind of saw how they did do it and i mean if you know it, michael waldron who wrote loki and is you know signed that overall deal with disney he wrote multiverse of madness and he's already doing that multiverse stuff on rick and morty i don't watch rick and morty so i can't give you a sure. I was, is it good oh it's so great yeah, oh, I, I, yeah. I, that yeah. and solar opposites everyone's like go oh, watch them both you know justin roiland and michael waldron they're masters um you know i i'm super stoked which kind of gets me stoked for loki because they're they're already teasing the multiverse they're already teasing oh, yeah. Right all sorts of stuff. Yeah. So whether you loved or hated Loki, you know, I, I enjoyed Loki. I wouldn't say I love it, but it I'm more intrigued by what that one guy is creating moving forward, leading into Doctor Strange. So it's it's a, yeah. it's a crazy thing. It really is. I mean, and it, it, it is cool, like, you know, that both, I mean, obviously there's always like the back and forth when it's like DC Marvel, DC Marvel. But I love the fact that it's like, okay, yeah, let's go into the multiverse now i mean obviously we um when it came to like i said the affinity saga is done now we got multiverse and then you got your spidey verse which also works within that it's like yeah just lean into that that seems to be like the next thing to do and same with the flash it's like i mean obviously there's uh like i'm excited to see michael keaton back too because you know i'm not gonna lie that i'm like i'm not um i'm kind of curious to see what they do with like maybe the flashpoint story I mean, I know that's there's like the bait. I don't think it's gonna be. It's not gonna be full on Flashpoint, obviously. Which I, I, I'm, I'm actually glad for that. I'm glad it's like, oh, it's gonna be inspired. It's gonna be little inklings of Flashpoint that are gonna be in there. Which I, which, which I think should always be the case. It's like if you're gonna do a full on adaptation, fine, full on ad, do it. One, knock yourself out. But I love the fact that you know, like that's what Zach was doing when it came to. Uh, like BBS was like, you know, it's part Dark Knight Returns, part Death of Superman. I mean, it's there's so many elements that he's just like taking from there. And you could see a little bit of that, too, in uh, Justice League. And uh, so I'm glad that, you know, that now everywhere, both sides are kind of like, let, let's delve into the the multiverse and see what we could do with this. And, you know, Doctor Strange, like I said, he's been pretty damn strong because uh, he's only been in, what, two movies, right? Yeah, two well, two and a half if you count in game. Oh yeah, true, true. But yeah, yeah. But, 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 but you didn't get a lot of Doctor Strange. You got yeah. ten minutes, maybe. Yeah. So, but I'm liking the fact that it's like, all right, now maybe you know, if if we're if it's this whole thing's gonna start with him, even though technically you could probably say it started with WandaVision. Nah, it's supposed to lead into I don't know. WandaVision is such a weird thing because, like you said, you know, it started off strong and then it just kind of whoop, it just kind of fell flat on its face. That yeah. Ralph Bonner thing really pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, you open the door to the multiverse. It, you're, the problem was, is if I don't even think it was necessarily the series itself. It was the creatives behind the series doing these interviews going, you know what? There's going to be that big, you know, surprise cameo. Yeah, that oh, was, it's that me. It's Paul Bettany's. It's me. Yeah. And uh then you open the door in episode, what was it, three, and you see you see Evan Peters. And 
obviously everyone's first thought is he's not Pietro. He must yeah. be Days of Future Past, Apocalypse, the the other horrible X Men movies, uh, Quicksilver, and uh, you know this is why Wandavision leads into Doctor Strange and why they connect. And then all of a sudden, it you're right, it's Hunwell bo- <laughs> Boner. I'm like, yeah, it turns into a dick joke. I mean. Yeah, because like I said, when when she opened up the door and he was there, I mean, everybody flipped out. I mean, everybody was talking about it. It was like, it was kind of like a jaw dropping moment. They're like, oh, they're doing it. They're finally going to be bringing in the mutants. We, because you know, we we were waiting. We were wondering, like, how are they going to like incorporate? What are they going to do when it comes to mutants? Are they going to bring some people over? Are they going to what, what exactly are they going to do? And when we saw that, I think everybody was like, oh, this is the first step. We're finally, you know, the doors opening up and then it just turns into a dick joke. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, good Lord. So sad. And, and what's what's even more sad is Evan Peters is a great Quicksilver. Yes. And yeah. you, 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 hopefully they fix it somehow if that's the case and they want to use him again. Like, why would you sign Evan Peters on to appear for like 15 minutes on screen for three episodes of a, a Disney Plus series? It just it doesn't make sense to me only to be Ralph Boner. It's just... <laughs> You know, it, it, you know, this kid who was possessed by Agatha. You, Multiverse of Madness is your perfect way to at least tease these mutants if that's what you're going to do. It, it, it's hard to say. Maybe they get teased in Loki for all I know. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of curious to see where they take that because, I mean, like I said, the first episode, uh, and, you know, I mean, we could talk about it a little more. I mean, it's been out for a few days and hopefully. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, it does kind of just, let you know like hey there's this whole uh world that has not been explored yet that is like the time what is it the time variance what is it association time time authority 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 there you go and i you know i dig it and i like owen wilson's character i love the fact that you know it's Owen my favorite part of the show yeah i love how he's like uh you know he's just kind of He's trying to be optimistic about this whole thing. And, uh, you know, he's, yeah, he's absolutely great. Great. And especially when the scenes with him and Tom Hiddleston are absolutely fantastic. And this whole different world that we don't really know of yet. And, uh, I mean, I know some people are going like, well, they reduced the Infinity Stones to like nothing. They're literally like in the drawer because they mean nothing in this world. And I'm like, because of the time and everything like that. I'm like, yeah, but all that's done. I mean, we got past Infinity Stones. They served their purpose. Right. I didn't really find issue with it. I was just, I found it kind of funny, to be honest. I was like, eh, you know, I mean, it, yeah, they're done. They served their purpose. We already got the Thanos thing. I mean, maybe later on something will happen, but right now, yeah. Eh. Right. <laughs> it, it, they're paperweights. You know, it, we don't know anymore. If you're trying to do the multiverse, these could be maybe not infinity stones. We, we don't know. You know, it's, it, that's, yeah, that is kind of besides the point to me on on that kind of stuff. And so I, I agree with you. I anyone complaining about that is you know it's yeah they're they're done. You know we what twenty three twenty four movies and then one big culmination of the Infinity Stones coming together. You know okay, let them be in the drawer in the this time space. Like that's what's crazy to me. It's I I like Owen Wilson. I like. I like Tom Hiddleston. I like what they're doing. I like their kind of banter. I like them trying to humanize Loki because this isn't the Loki that turned good in Thor Ragnarok and briefly in Infinity War. This is the evil Loki who was trying to take over the world. So they're trying to humanize him again and make him be the good guy, And it, which I like. I, I think 
Tom Hiddleston as Loki has been great. I think oh. if you could take anything away from the Thor movies is he's put everything he can into Loki. The What I see being kind of not a problem is the what are you trying to do with Loki as yeah. as a character? Like, okay, are you trying to make him a hero? Are you trying to make him an anti-hero? There's teases now of the other Lokis, which we we knew that there was reports that these actors that are joining the project, uh, Loki is, you know, different versions of the character. It, my, my biggest gripe is in the beginning when we first see Owen Wilson and he sees that little girl in the church and she points up to the, you know, the pain, the, the glass pane. <laughs> yeah. And we all know what the joke's going to be moving forward. Yeah. Who's doing Mephisto. this? It's yeah. Mephisto. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, here we go. Like, good job. We and there's so many rumors as to who the villain is. You know, like, the, is it Kang? There's there's reports that Kang's in this. Is well, it is I it mean, Loki? It's, it's, it's like one of the time guys. He's like right in the middle, isn't he? He's one of those guys. I thought he was. But... Is that? I mean, it could I be. So. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't think... know the 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 Loki Asgard time variant. World yeah, no, but I think like uh, yeah, when they when you they, could be right. Yeah, the little backstory when it's talking about those, you know, the the watchers or whatever the heck they're called. Like, like I said, I'm not too familiar with it either. But I think one of them is actually Kang. He's like right. I think he's like the middle one or something like oh, that. So well, that's awesome. They're already teasing him, and then apparently too, like uh, there's a part where when a door opens and somebody's like ushering somebody in, it's Peggy. I don't know, like if that. Oh, really, was, I didn't yeah, see that. If you yeah, if you watch, I gotta it, watch it again. Yeah, there's a part where, you know, where he's kind of trying to escape and a doorway opens and then somebody, uh, one of those time cops is with a, uh, a a lady and if you zoom in, looks like Peggy. It's like, oh, what no the kidding. Fuck? Now I got to go back. I can't yeah. believe I didn't see that. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. So, oh. I mean, <laughs> I that, that's kind of cool if, you know, there there's, you know, maybe they brought her from when, you know, Steve Rogers died, and that, you know that's kind of a nod to that. that I mean, that would be kind of cool because I think they did her pretty, pretty bad. The Peggy Carter character is supposed to be a really cool super agent spy character, like well, Winter Soldier status. So it's yeah, yeah. They tried with the show, show, but it um, didn't quite yeah. pan out. Yeah, I know. I nothing, mean, there's nothing from ABC did. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm not an Agents of Shield guy. Yeah, see, I mean, that's the thing. I don't know. Like when it, I mean, I know Agents of Shield. Is it still on? I don't even know. I I think it's over. I think yeah, it, people will come after me. They're gonna be like, "You're the Disney guy. Yeah, he how doesn't know not... anything about this universe." Hey, how, don't, how dare you not like the Inhumans? I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh god. I mean, I don't think anybody liked the Inhumans. No, apparently. no. Ugh. I mean, they tried, and it was just kind of like, what? what is this? And I still remember too, like when they try to release like uh, what the first episode out in like IMAX or something like that. Didn't they try to do oh, that? Yeah. They put yeah. It in theaters in front of something. I was, uh... <laughs> and it, they, they did, it was sad because the, I don't know these characters names, but the, the main one with the long hair, the long mm -hmm. oh, yeah. hair, the yeah. budget became so much that she went from having long hair to like basically no hair. And then the, Everyone's like, oh, but the dog. And I'm like, the dog? And the dog just looked so out of place. Like, <laughs> it's, it's you, when you watch, like, Dr. Doolittle with Eddie Murphy, and you could just tell the big bear character is being CGI'd in the mouth. And you're just like, oh, that's what this dog character is. Uh, the ABC, Mar uh, don't get me started on the ABC Marvel shows. I kind of want, I kind of want you to. <laughs> um, no, I know. Garbage. I, get it. Garbage. I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> No, I mean it's just uh, 
uh, yeah, I, <laughs> it's just, I mean, there's been some missteps when it comes to, yeah. And I never got into agents of shield. I always thought it was weird. I was like, wait, I thought Colson died. What, what happened with, and then of course they explain it, but then it was like, yeah, I mean, I guess nobody freaking, uh, stays dead in these movies, which, you know, that's just the way yeah, it is. That's, that's, same that's time, the Marvel running joke. Yeah. Nobody so. stays dead. Yeah. 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 Which is, but I mean, hopefully like at any time, and I always get sick of like, Anytime that Robert Denny Jr. is like interviewing something, they always ask him like, "Hey, you gonna come back?" It's just like, "Stop, please stop." And you know, and I and I even beg like Robert Denny, like, "No, just I mean, maybe if there's something that like ten years down the road, maybe something, but just let it be right now. You know, let let somebody else take over. You know, as the uh, the lead guy, I guess you could say, because." You know, it would just seem like it would just be like such a waste because he's literally sacrificed himself to save the world. Yeah, I, I feel bad for Robert Downey Jr. It's like I'm on, I'm in the mindset, like, let the guy let his character stay dead. Let him focus on other characters. You're you're trying to, you know, James Rhodes, Ironheart, all these other characters, Spider-Man, whatever, whatever character you think is connected to, to Robert Downey Jr. But the first time his contract ended with Marvel in like what was it like 2014 and then he went and did the judge and that was like Ooh. that bombed yeah. and then he signed a new contract like months later and then um then he then he his character dies and then his next movie is the completely Dr. awful poopy do little movie and i'm just like oh no no nah. not my guy robert downey jr now he has to go he's like what franchise will rejuvenate my career and now it's sherlock holmes apparently yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's like the Sherlock Holmes movies were good. It's like, hey, okay, where's that third one? But I don't know. It seems like they're. I mean, I know they've announced it and everything, but yeah. I mean, but at the same time, I'm like, eh, if it's not Guy Ritchie, I don't know. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I'm. And it's funny because I'm not the biggest Guy Ritchie. I'm not gonna say fan, but I'm not the. I'm not the audience for Guy Ritchie. However, I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, I thought his Aladdin wasn't awful it was okay it was much better than it should have been uh-huh. and i i i maybe i'm in the minority i don't know um but i loved uh uh his one with charlie hunnam and colin farrell oh yeah uh, the general the gentleman i i loved the gentleman yeah, and great. that's usually not my cup of tea uh-huh. no no he's uh i mean that was like that was back that was guy ritchie uh, back to form because you know he did King Arthur, you know, big studio movie, you know, for Warner Brothers, and you know I think they kind of cheesed it up a little. I think they kind of interfered a little bit with uh, that. Um, it it seems like it, uh, you know, because that movie's not awful at all. I mean, there's definitely some uh, some good stuff right there, but um, I think it just I don't know. It just seemed like um, there's some things in there that I kind of went. Eh, it just seems like they want like w- they wanted something. Oh, you got to have something huge when he was trying to do maybe something different. I don't know. And then when it came to Aladdin, I thought it was going to be a shit show <laughs> just because just watching clips and the trailer. So I went in with the lowest expectations and I ended up going, Hey, okay. That wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Will no. Smith actually did a good job as a genie. And that was some big fucking shoes to fill. You know, coming off Robin Williams. I mean, obviously, when he, you know, and I thought I was like, okay. And then there were some Guy Ritchie-isms in there. And I thought there were some good stuff that he put in there. But uh, I love the fact that right after that, it was like, all right, he's going to do now a simple movie that has, that's all about the characters and the story. And it's going to be him. And I was like, 
and that's why I really enjoyed the gentleman. I don't know if you saw Wrath of Man that came out. I was going to ask you, was, was that, I'm a huge Jason Statham fan. Is that, yeah. is that good? It's good. It's not, I mean, I was, you know, I was hoping it be a little bit better, but at the same time, I was like, you know what? It's still, I could totally see myself like when I watch it again, which I plan on and, you know, just being like, okay, now I know where it goes. I'm, I, it's super enjoyable, super enjoyable. But I mean, at the same time, I, I was like kind of going, oh, is it going to, how, like, where's it going to go? Is it going to be a very twisty? Is it not going to be twisty? And, uh, you know, I mean, I won't, you know, spoil anything or, or anything like that, but you know, it's, it's pretty enjoyable. And, um, yeah, I mean, Jason Statham, like you said. I'm going to I'm going to have to check that out cuz one of my guilty pleasure types of movies are those you know, my my daughter died or they've kidnapped yeah. my family and I'm going to save them and kill everyone that's in my way. Like Liam Neeson Taken or Yeah. not Death Wish as an example, but Death <laughs> Wish as an example cuz yeah. we all know how I that get, movie did. <laughs> But uh yeah. Wrath of Man looks like my cup of tea for sure. So Yeah, I mean it's have to it's, check that out. Yeah, it yeah, it's it's definitely not like it's it's a little more relaxed than like I'm just gonna kill everybody in my you know because he's trying to infiltrate I guess you could say and trying to figure things out so you know it's not gonna be like full on just but when it does kick into gear like that I mean especially you know obviously the you know, final act you know it really uh, it, it of course gets to that those moments you know there's a couple of things where I was kind of like but mm, I don't know you know but at the same time still a super enjoyable film and. You know, I think, uh, I mean, I always like Guy Ritchie's like early stuff when it came to like the British, like gangster kind of movies or whatever, you know, like your lock stock, your snatch is my favorite movie of his. I don't know if you've seen snatch with Brad. Pitt. I haven't, <laughs> everyone's going to come out. I have not seen yeah. snatch, but everyone talks so highly of it. It's just okay. British gangster movies just have never. And maybe it's because I've just never gone in and seen them because I love, yeah. I love everyone. That's a part of those films. Like for sure. It's just, I don't know. They just do not grab me. Maybe, maybe I'll have to catch up on it. And I'll have to let you know how it is when I see it. Yeah, yeah. Snatch is definitely going. I mean, Lockstock was like kind of like uh, the one that kind of put him on on the board. Uh, you know, not as strong, but Snatch. I mean, I don't know. I, I, it's just a movie I can quote for days. Me and my friends quoted for days. And it's just a movie I've seen just so many times. It's just super enjoyable and funny and yeah, I mean, like, it's not for everybody because, like I said, you know, it's got that British sarcastic humor or whatever. And, but I mean, there's so many good lines in there. And I don't know. That's just so when I heard that Guy Ritchie was going back to like a story like that, that had, you know, just very character driven. And that's why Colin Farrell, I mean, he's always got, when it comes to those movies, he's always got that, that character that just stands out. And Colin Farrell just totally stuck out or stood yeah. out came yeah. to uh, the gentleman and just like the, just the way he talked and the expressions on his face. And I mean, I, I constantly use that gif of him just like, you know, nodding like a crazy person. Oh, yeah. you know? I mean, like I always use that when like, you know, for something that, you know, in any situation on Twitter, I just love that. Just this look on his face. Cause he's all just like wide eyed and just like, huh, huh like that. Yeah. Colin Farrell, love Colin Farrell. He, he's made the, I think he's made the best use of Charlie Hunnam outside of Sons of Anarchy in anything. <laughs> like I like Pacific yeah. Rim, but I don't yeah. like Pacific Rim because of Charlie Hunnam. And I like yeah. Crimson Peak, but I don't like it because of Charlie Hunnam. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, something, something I mean, about, you know, he, I didn't think he was awful in King Arthur. I think he did what he had to do in King Arthur. It was, it was interesting. But I I really enjoyed him in uh in uh the uh gentleman. Yeah, no, he was he was great. I mean, 
him and uh, Hugh Grant going back and forth when they were talking. I mean, I mean, it, it all and the way that whole story unfolded was uh, fantastic. And I only saw it once too. I need to watch it again. Oh, didn't he do uh, Man from Uncle? Oh yeah, no, no. Was that was that guy Richie? What the man fuck? I'm like throwing a blank. Was that guy Richie? Now I got to look it up. I can't remember. Was I like that Man from Uncle, or maybe I'm just yeah. thinking Hugh Grant, and it's I'm crossing paths. But I like Man from Uncle. If that's Guy Ritchie, if it's not Guy Ritchie, ignore that. Yeah, I know. I'm like totally drawing a blank. Is that Guy Ritchie? I can swear it was Guy Ritchie. I think it oh, might have been. been. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Now that I think about it, wait, somebody in the chat, somebody like just, I mean, I know yeah, help a, us yeah, out. Somebody, I know. I can always look to the chat to help. Um, because like, yeah, maybe, yeah, I'm totally like for and you know, sadly. Uh, yeah, it was Guy Ritchie. Okay, there you go. Thank you, average gamer. Appreciate it. I've totally, totally drew a blank. Yes, that's another movie too. That uh, rock and roll. Yeah, somebody brought that up too. That was with um, um, uh, Leonidas and Three Hundred. What's his name? Gerard Butler. Oh, yeah, Butler, good movie yeah. too. Yeah, but uh, Man from Uncle. Yeah, that's a sleeper hit because like it really didn't do much, but at the same time, it did. I mean, it kind of you know, and it sucks too. And I and I and I feel bad. And I almost think like. Um, the reason why Cavill now, when you see him in other movies, he tries not to look as Superman as possible because, yeah. I mean, let's face it. When you watch Man, Man from Uncle, it's like, yeah, I mean, he's great. Everything's, you know, the movie's great. But, you know, you're seeing, you're seeing Superman in a, in a suit, you know, because yeah, he still has the black hair. And it's like, it is, but even though he doesn't have like the same... Um, you know, he's very, you know, witty and sarcastic and stuff like that. But you're seeing that. And I almost want to believe, like, that's why when you watch, like, other stuff that Cavill's in, it's like, he's got a mustache. He's got facial hair. He's got long hair. It's like, you almost have to, I mean, yeah. the bad part about being Superman is now when people, when you're in a, in something, people go, I see Superman. I mean, even like in Enola Holmes, his hair is very cur more yeah. curly and like maybe a little lightened. It's like, it's almost like he has to now have like a different look. You can't just have like the dark black hair that no. Superman has. And it can't be slick because I think a lot of people just go, eh, Superman in a, in a, in a suit, even though man from Uncle is good. We're not going to get a sequel now because yeah, th thanks, Army Hammer. Hammer. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, thanks bud. Yeah. Thanks for uh, being a psycho. Apparently. Yeah, right. Yeah. Thank you uh, for having a weird kind of fetish there, bud. <laughs> we were kind of all hoping for like, uh, yeah. you know, we were, you know, fingers crossed. And that sucks too because I think uh, I think um, when uh, Guy Ritchie was on Joe Rogan actually, and he talked about that, and he just goes like, "Yeah, I mean, I wanted to, you know, wanted to do it, and it's just it just didn't it didn't strike a chord in in, in in you know with the public." And it's like it sucks because it it is a good movie. It really is a good movie. Yeah. And sadly, I mean, that's that's the bad part about it is, you know, it it didn't bring in the the bucks that they were hoping, but. I don't know. But it's sad because you, you see some of these movies that probably shouldn't have gotten a sequel. Uh, big example, <laughs> Pacific Rim. Um, and well, then, it, Pacific Rim should have gotten a sequel, but not. Should have been Del Toro. Should have been Del yeah, Toro. Yes, yes. Poor Stephen tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and I, Man of Uncle is one of those things where I think if people would have been like, let's get it, let's get it, let's get the buzz going for it, and, the, you know, demanded it. It's one of those movies where I, I think, you know, okay, let's revisit this world, and it would have worked. Army Hammer killed that. <laughs> so thanks, bud. <laughs> thanks a lot. I know. I know and then you're like, going to ruin death on the Nile for me, too. Oh, I know, right? Oh, God, that's going to be uh, awkward. Yeah, but see, the thing is, is like, yeah, Pacific Rim 2, um, 
What I didn't, I mean, like, you know, yeah, Stephen Denight, uh, that's who directed, right? Who just obviously yeah. just had the whole Jupiter's legacy thing, which was interesting. Um, I oh, just, was that uh, him? Oh, he was, well, he was part of it. He left like halfway through or something like that. Oh, he made so, the right choice, apparently. Yeah. I mean, I mean, from what I'm, from what was being heard is, you know, Mark Millar is not the easiest guy to work with. I don't know. But I think there were some <laughs> things like some creative, he talks about creative differences, but, I don't know. You start hearing stuff about Mark Millar. I don't know. But anyways, but like, yeah, what I didn't like about Pacific Rim 2 is just, it just didn't have the same feel. It felt too like Disney. I I, I remember I said it as like, it felt too Disney, like Disney show to me. I mean, you know, just, just because it was just, you had like these younger people. I loved, I mean, I thought Boyega did a great job. He was very charismatic, good character, but then, yeah. The feel you saw the of the kid from Disney Channel, the Indian kid. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there was just it just had that you know there was like the younger kids that were part of the group, and it was just kind of like a yeah, let's do it. The first one had first one and felt more grounded, I guess you could say. It, you did. Felt you felt like these big huge machines. They were slow, but they were powerful, and there was just some beautiful shots. When it came to the second one, everything was like. Everything was like Transformers almost. It was like everything was yeah. moving fast. It was all fast paced. And I'm like, ah, it doesn't feel like it. It's so sad because I like these movies that are like popcorn movies where you could just kind of let your brain, you know, go off, take a break, and then you just eat popcorn and have yeah. a, a blast watching like explosions. Like, I like that. Like, you know, Godzilla versus Kong or Godzilla King of the Mountain. I like watching things fight. My issue was is. I love the slow moving aspect of those, you know, the, the robotic yeah. Kaiju and, or uh, Jaegers. Yeah. I don't know why you put sunlight on these characters, but it made the fight so cheap. I thank you. You know, and I always bring this up and I think this is why, you know, love or hate Zack Snyder. People will always be like, but his visuals, look at those visuals. They look so good. And I'm like, yeah, the reason why is it's not in broad daylight. <laughs> he no, doesn't have no. these, these these epic scenes are not happening in broad daylight. It'll be at night, of course, or dawn or dusk. You know, there's like yeah. maybe some light. But that's what I mean. That's just a trick that he, I mean, even like I've talked to VFX people and I'm like, oh, yeah, he uses those little tricks to hide the imperfections to, you know, he uses tricks like on the set where it's like, you know, you got like an explosion happening. It's not it's not going to just be a pure digital thing. He wants a light that indicates that so then it reflects off the actors and blah 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 there's so many attention to detail that 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 he does with his vfx crew that and and of course uh, you know cinematographer or whatever if he's not doing it of course um and that that yeah that make those visual effects look really good and i think del toro nailed i mean that fucking movie's beautiful there's some shots in there oh, that are just gorgeous when it comes to, to that. you know, was it Tokyo at night? Yeah. And you got the, you know how Tokyo is. They're all about neon colors and these bright signs and the way they reflect off the Jaegers with the rain. And it just, it looked so appealing to the eye, which is like, well, like you said with Snyder, he, he knows how to shoot things with like dust. Like you, you think, you know, in Man of Steel, they're fighting in broad daylight, but you don't see like a lot of people probably aren't watching the detail of the corn husk dust, like floating as they're fighting or the smoke or the, you know, the debris from the buildings. And that's what I like. I'm just like, Oh my, you, you take these things that shouldn't look good and make it look amazing. And it's, yeah, it's sad. And, think, and then, and I think that's why, like, um, I mean, I think 
going to like a Captain America Civil War, for instance, it's like I enjoyed the movie and that that fight between the two should have been a lot. I think a lot better. I mean, in my eyes, I just it 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 it's okay, but it also was like eh, because well, first off, they're fighting in the airport, you know, <laughs> a jetway, I guess you could say, during yeah. broad daylight, and and then and then of course, you know, the the stakes didn't feel as as high as they should have been. But at the same time, it's like the reason why maybe like the effects don't look as good as they should is just because it's all in broad daylight. And then I remember watching the trailer of that, and you're seeing like, okay, team. Team Cap and Team Iron Man, and then, but then all of a sudden, it's like this is before we all knew about the Spider Man thing, and then all of a sudden, you see Spider Man, and you know that he's just—it's all digital, like injected in there. He wasn't in there in the yeah. shoot. A lot of the things were not there, and, and everything. So, I mean, I think that's why when I see people go like, "Yeah, it, that scene looks awful," I'm like, "Yeah, it kind of it kind of does," because it just—it just seemed like they were still kind of wondering what was happening with Spider-Man. Are we going to get him? Are we not? And they kind of did like two versions. Like we can have a version that does have them and we can have a version that doesn't. I don't know. Right. It just was like a weird thing when it came to all that. Yeah. It, it, it's almost, it's like his suit was made by the same visual effects team that did black Panther. It was mm -hmm. very fake. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, we're going to fix this in homecoming and far from home. And, all the other movies they've done with Spider-Man since. Yeah. So it, it's funny it, though, because when it comes to um, Spider-Man, it's like, yeah, they, they, they did a better job with the suit and stuff like that when it came to his individual movies. But it's like, I almost, I almost like him. I like him better when he, it's not his own movies. Like I love I thought he was, even though, you know, when it comes to him being fully digital, I still liked him better in, in civil war than I did in homecoming. And it felt like a weird, it felt different. I don't know. Because like, when you see his apartment, when they go into his apartment, when Tony shows up, I mean, he's very modern looking. And even his room looks different. He doesn't have bunk beds. And then when you go to homecoming, all of a sudden he's wearing like thrift store clothes because they're trying to indicate like, yeah, you know, it may can't really afford. He's wearing like New Balance yeah. shoes and like, a, you know, it's just and I'm like there's a different kind of tone that they have with the individual movies than they do. And then even with Infinity War, I'm like. I liked him even more. I don't know. There's just maybe the Russo brothers better with Spidey than than um, yeah. Mr. Watt. I don't know. I think John Watts. What? Maybe it wasn't even John Watts. Maybe it was Kevin Feige. I, I don't know. Yeah. But when they said they were doing, you know, John Hughes with Spider-Man in these yeah. Spider-Man movies, like the John Hughes feel, which John Hughes is awesome. Like you know, God rest his soul. His movies are great. But they kind of threw the John Hughes stuff in your face. Always in high school. Always quirky. Oh, you know, even in a, a homecoming, there's a scene where he's like running through the town, like in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I'm like, okay. I mean, I it works for well, Spider Man because yeah, that's him. he's like he's like literally like rooftop to rooftop, and then like I think he's like he does like a little thing where he like uh, web slings and like goes across a pool and they're literally watching Ferris Bueller or something yeah, like that. Or right. something like that. There's a little it goes, oh, cool movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they kind of threw the, and they did it in far from home too. They kind of threw John Hughes in your face where it's like, okay, you can do it with homecoming. That's not a problem, but try, try a different route with Spider-Man with you. Yeah, I hope it's not the more of the same in no way home. I, yeah. I'm assuming it's not, but you know, it, when you have the same director trying to keep with the same vision, you know, it, it, yeah. it's hard to say. 
Yeah. But now that you're opening up the multiverse, maybe he was talking to Raimi. Maybe maybe there's a connection there, and that's why we might see these things. I, I don't know. Well, so I mean, like, well, like I said, right. that, that mid credit scene where he's actually outside of Brooklyn, outside of the neighborhood, and in New York, and he was actually web-slinging in, in New York. And I'm like, okay, now we're getting to where we need to get, and blah, blah, blah. Even though I don't really like his this MJ, I'm not a fan. I'm just not, I don't think their dynamic is as good as, you know, the original MJ. And then of course the uh, amazing Spider-Man with Gwen Stacy, you know? Yeah. But oh, maybe they're, they're have the best chemistry. I think. Which one? Uh, Gwen Stacy or uh, yeah. Stone and Garfield for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, th I definitely think uh, when it comes to the, uh, the three different ones. Yes. I think uh, stone and Garfield definitely had the best uh, chemistry, like right from the get go, they really did a good job with that. And it's like, and then, I mean, I mean, I remember even watching amazing Spider-Man too. Uh, I've had a couple of moments and I think I was with my same friend where I went, where I literally go, Holy shit, they're doing it. They're fucking doing it. And it's like, what? And like, like that moment where like when they're in the tower, the, the, and she starts falling, I'm like, they're going to kill Gwen Stacy. They're gonna fucking kill her. Like, yeah. Sure enough, they did, and it was like balls. Well, balls. I, I, I get. I guess what, what? What? If I'm not mistaken, the reason why they did that is because they were gonna introduce MJ and the Amazing Spider-Man three, and it was supposed to be Shane Lee and Woodley. Yeah, I they believe. shot scenes and they cut it out. That's right. Okay, yeah. which is sad because I, the Amazing Spider-Man two is about as good as spider-man 3 you know maybe what, even a what's little better about what's amazing spider-man 2 has some really great visuals really what, great. i was just that's where i was going with this i think yeah. the web slinging is some of the best spider-man oh. web slinging pulled out of a comic book i've ever seen oh yeah when when he's fight when when electro in Times square and then like i mean you literally like mark webb was like we're gonna emphasize i mean to the point where it even looks like the web is a hand in and of itself with fingers yeah. that are reaching out i'm like details man uh, i loved it yeah yeah everything yeah. with that was great but then it's just like yeah but electro is cheesy um you have the rhino which is you know yeah. it's paul giovanni fucking award-winning actor and you got him in this like thing and he's just like ah, ah uh, making like these weird noises and then you had goblin which was like not even go oh he looks so bad yeah so bad <laughs> they're like you know what dane dehan was so awesome and chronicle oh. we're just gonna we're gonna shoehorn shoehorn him in as uh green goblin and then they're like you know what sinister six sinister six let's put the tentacles in there oh there's vulture you're yeah you're just, oh we're gonna have that mystery, man yeah little secret scene right there i know i know we're gonna yeah it's just it was so just sad. kind of frustrating it's frustrating because yeah like i said the visuals and there's a lot of great story points in there too i mean like you know when peter's father that whole thing and uh you know the death of, of, of gwen stacy was all like that was all there but then it just man they just kind of cheesed the villains up a little little yeah. too much you know and then sony has a knack for showing like the last scene of the movie in the trailer <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm i mean like, literally like you see the trailer and he's like you know he's He's got the the manhole lid, and he's gonna fling it at at Rhino. It's literally the last shot before you see the credits. It's like that's what that's what Morbius is gonna be. The last scene in Morbius is a teaser yeah. to Morbius two, and it's gonna be Michael Keaton. Hey man, <laughs> yeah, dude, you you might be right. 
you might be right. That might be like a secret scene or something like that, but they had to be like, we got to, we got to connect it somehow. Yeah. And see, that's what I've always like wondered too, when it comes to all this is like, I mean, with the whole Sony and Marvel thing, I always just go like, man, what are, what are the stipulations when it comes to all this? Like, you know, because there's just, because even with Morbius, there's like that, that still where you see Jared Leto and you see Spider-Man, it says like wanted, but it's, it's this, but it's, it's Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Exactly. Yeah. It's, but but are they are they is I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Is this a ruse? Do you think this is? Uh, you think this is Sony Pictures going? We know what Multiverse of Madness and Far From or uh, No Way Home is doing. We're <laughs> we're just gonna show you it first. This is what I worry about. This is what I worry about because, I mean, it's been so built up now, and now if like they just kind of go like, yeah, we just kind of you know. Yeah, we didn't do their own it. Ralph Boner. Yeah, I'm oh like, man. But I, 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 I mean, all, all the, all the evidence shows that I mean, there's gonna be something crazy, and then it just seems like I think Into the Spidey Verse really just kind of changed some things. Where it's just like because it won an Academy Award for shit's sake. I mean, it was so well received. Even though, like, when you look at the box office, you go, man, that should have been a lot more. But at the same time, it's still an Academy Award-winning film. It was still something very unique. And it's like, if you don't lean into that, you, uh, you might as well just give up. Just give up on your whole Spidey and just reboot it again because you need to lean in to uh, the whole Spideyverse thing. And it sounds like that's what's going to be the case. I don't uh, you know. know. I, I mean, I think you're right. Hopefully I th Ralph Boner doesn't show up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, he just rips off the Morbius mask. It's me. <laughs> It's Evan Peters. No, I, I think a lot of yeah, I think a lot of people saw Into the Spider Verse and was like, "That's my favorite Spider-Man movie. This is the greatest oh, yeah. Spider-Man movie of all time." And Sony uh -huh. Pictures had to have seen that and went, "Uh oh, well, we can't let that happen with our live actions, our our darling Tom Holland. We can't let that happen. We better open up the multiverse." I exactly. I'd have to imagine that's what it is. They would they would have to because I mean I I thought I thought I heard that uh, Lord uh, yeah Lord and Miller they said that they were even uh, thinking about incorporating Toby or maybe Andrew like hey like I when think they were thinking about yeah so I think like they always had that on the board like when they were thinking about how many different Spider Men can we have the different kinds you know at one point they were like well yeah well what if we just brought back Toby McGuire to do a version or something like that you know and I think. That was always on the on the table, and I think, yeah, I think once it came out and people it was so well well received, that was kind of a selling point maybe for Toby and you know maybe even Andrew. It's like, hey, people are really digging this whole concept of multiple, you know, this multiverse thing. What do you think? And I'm really hoping that it's that we're not just being led down disappointment to Boner Street. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and, and say I, I think this is what is happening. You know, I just based on everything we've heard, we've yeah. seen. Um, and apparently Andrew Garfield loved playing Spider-Man so much that when the whole universe was canceled, uh, he, you know, he took a break from a, a little break from acting until you know he did uh, uh, Hacksaw Ridge with uh, Mel Gibson. Yeah, so, that movie. That movie gave me anxiety. Whew. Did that, 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 that final act when it was just like when he's trying to get everybody off that ridge, but he won't pick up a gun. I was just kept going, just fucking pick him down. Oh, come on. Like, 
I was just like nailed by like, dude, ah, what? Ah. And then it was like, man, I'm like, he's, well, he's dragging Vince. He's he's super what? skinny, and he's yeah. dragging Vince Vaughn with a blank. He's like six foot three. I'm like, how? Well, come on, it through was, through the no. beaches of Japan. <laughs> it was I'm just like, what? Like, oh my god, that's man. crazy. Yeah, and then he throws movie. him off a cliff, ties him yeah. up, throws him off a cliff. Uh, yeah, doesn't get shot, and then yeah. he's a hero. Man, it was that that whole story was just insane. But no, yeah, I mean, Garfield was all about it. I mean, he's expressed it. I mean, and. I, I can't see, even though, like, you know, in recent interviews, he's been like, no, 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 it's not the, you know, but he has <laughs> yeah. to do that. He has to do that. Yeah. But, but at the same time, it's like, you can almost see, like, eh, I think, I think, I, you know, and you kind of sound, you're really quick to just be like, eh, I don't know. You're, I'm a- you're so sincere, but a liar at the same time. <laughs> right. I see uh, right fucking yeah. through you. So I think it should happen, but. Um, I wanted to ask you about like uh, Star Wars. Like, how are you feeling uh, where Star Wars is right now? How'd you feel about the new trilogy? And I mean, obviously, it was Disney, you know. Mm. Yeah. So, how, what were your uh, full on thoughts of the whole trilogy, the new trilogy? Uh, I understand the gripes with a lot of them. I, I think there was a lot to enjoy. And then looking back at it, you there was some missed opportunities. You know, you I I really liked the first one. I thought the first one, uh, Force Awakens, was really good. Um, I can understand the gripes of it being kind of a copy and paste of A New Hope. Um, you know, it. I liked what they did with a lot of those characters. Yeah. The Last Jedi, I like Ryan Johnson. I think Ryan Johnson's a great, uh, you know, filmmaker. Not, and if anything proves that, it's the Knives Out two casting stuff. Everyone wants to work with him. Yeah. Um, and Knives Out is awesome. Looper was great. Oh yeah. The Last Jedi was very cheeky. Through you know there was you didn't need to do the cas- uh, casino scene on Canto oh, Bite. Jesus Christ, thank you. Okay, you and I. Are- Totally, I'd and I'm like, yeah. okay, there. I love, I, you know, I was digging Luke and Ray. That whole story, I thought, I thought he was doing something pretty good right there, deconstructing Luke and just kind of like, you know, and I know a lot of people were like their groups. Yeah, the whole, you know, nipple milk, green, blue milk. That was a weird yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, I he enjoyed that. it. By the way, he was like, yeah, yeah I'm gonna do this tomorrow too, Ray. Yeah, <laughs> and I want you to watch me. But, but what he did with Ray or with um, Finn and Rose, I was like, what the fuck is this even? I was like, this scene is like totally just useless to me. It was and then a, he, I mean, you have, you have Benicio del Toro at your disposal. Biggest waste. Biggest waste of a good actor Big in your movie. Especially coming hot off of uh, that awesome movie, Sicario. Like oh, know, huge, right? huge waste of his uh, his talents. And, um, you know, there's, there's some things that I did like. I, I personally like when... Ray handed Luke the the lightsaber and Luke threw it backwards and everyone's also like oh why would he do that I'm like you gotta understand like you know Kylo Ren turned on him and he threw his lightsaber like he's you know he doesn't he doesn't want to turn anyone you know what I would tell people about that when they were like rap about I'm like okay but did you think he was gonna do that well no I'm like exactly you did not think he was just gonna toss it over his shoulder no. I respected the fact. I mean, yeah, we all wanted it. We all wanted like, oh, maybe he'd turn it on and look at it and blah, blah, blah. And then say something. Yeah, I get that. But at the same time, I'm like, I did not expect him to just toss it over his shoulder like that. That was completely a surprise. And I was actually okay with that that part of it. But uh, we're going to get a third person in here. We got Ty from Pop Culture Corner. What's up, sir? Hey, guys. What's going on? How How you doing, doing, man? Oh. It's just wonderful. I'm, I'm, 
up in uh, up in Adam, and I was actually like, oh, look at that. Look what just came through. A yeah. reason to stay up. There you yes. go. Well, you yeah, haven't been on in a bit, and I was like, you know what? You know, if you wanted to join in, we're doing a little Star Wars talk right now. Yeah, man. Uh, I've, been, I've been listening, uh, creating some thumbnails for uh, E3 uh, for this weekend. And, uh, that's right. That's happening, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm not like a huge uh, video game person. So, you know, I'm like asking the other guys, like, you know, what 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 should I create? Like, what should I put on the banners? Because I'm like illiterate when it comes to that kind of like video game stuff. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you guys are interested in it. but nah, I mean, well, do me a favor, though. Your volume is a little down. I don't know if there's like uh, some audio. I mean, even somebody in the chat was like, hey, you're a little low. Try to just check it just a little bit. You're not like super low, but it's a little low. But um, go ahead. Maybe on the is that better? Yep, that's better. Good yeah. job. There you go. Yeah, that's good. No, but uh, ah, you know what? I've been to E3 uh, years ago. I went to E3. That was when I was working on uh, an Android website, and I just got an invitation to that. It was cool. I mean, I'm not a bit. I'm not a gamer. Um, because one of the reasons why I'm not a gamer is because if I, I've trust me, growing up, video games like crazy, obviously. Mm -hmm. And uh, but if I get into it, I feel like I'm just going to waste so much time because when yeah. I get into a game, I mean, five hours go by and I'm like, what happened to the day? You well, that's, know? That, that's that's my issue with with video games, I guess, is like I feel like uh, like I'm wasting my time. And it's not to say anything bad about people that do play video games. No, like nothing. No, I feel no. like I could be doing something else like uh, but but then I get then again, like I'll sit watch like the Snyder cut for four hours. So <laughs> it's like, uh, who, who, what? Um, yeah. but yeah. So, um, I mean, I've been listening to you guys, so I didn't want to impede on the conversation. So, no, no problem. Uh, where, no. where, where, where were we? No, yeah. we were just talking, we were talking, talking about, about, I wanted to get, I wanted to get Skyler's, uh, take on the, the, the trilogy, the new trilogy. Um, we basically established that. I think we were actually seeing eye to eye pretty much, already when it comes to it like we both appreciate force awakens it's probably the it's probably the best one out of the three for that you know for sure. yeah and you know he, i think jj did a i mean yeah you could i we totally get the gripes of cut and paste of you know new hope we get that but at the same time it's like but he did introduce new characters and you know he, you know he did a good i think he did a good job of like putting that as nostalgia in there while setting up new characters when it comes to Ryan Johnson, we like Ryan Johnson as a filmmaker. Uh, we agree that, you know, Knives Out, Looper, great films. Um, uh, but then, you know, the casino scene, <laughs> we, we're not fans of in Last Jedi. It's like, <laughs> what do you feel about Last Jedi? What do you feel about Last Jedi, Ty? Me, okay, so hot take. I uh -oh. liked it. Uh, but here's the thing. You know. I I... And very much so. So actually, to bring it full circle with the video game thing, Star Wars is like it's is a fandom, uh, and it, it it's a an IP that for me it's like I play right through the the storyline. Right, I don't do any of the side quests, so I haven't seen any of the animated stuff. I I've you know I've watched the Mandalorian. That's about yeah. it. But for the most part, I've just watched the movies. So you know what I mean. Like I'm missing. 85% of all this other stuff that's I mean, out they, there. Yeah. So for me, the movies are, are fun. Uh, and the last Jedi was just another of the movies that I enjoyed popcorn style. I'm not as well versed as like as some people, uh, but I enjoyed the last Jedi and I get, 
I hear a lot of like people like really hate that movie so much. And oh, like, yeah. I, why I, is that though? If maybe, yeah, I, I've heard it from di- multiple people like Enosh, uh, why people don't like it, but but in your own opinion or your own words, why, why would you say Star Wars fans hate that film? I don't think it's nearly as bad, especially after a, a rewatch. I don't think it's nearly as bad as Rise of Skywalker, um, which I there are parts of Rise of Skywalker that I liked thoroughly. But I think the the biggest gripe that I always hear with The Last Jedi is this casino scene mm-hmm. and a side quest with one character that got shoehorned in with like Finn. Yeah, Rose. and then Finn kind of fell to the side when it was supposed to be him and Ray, which they kind of try and fix in The Rise of Skywalker. So I, I give J.J. Abrams that. Um, so I, I think it was like, okay, let's let's put him with Rose Tico. Um, <laughs> and by the way, I don't mind the Rose Tico character. I like Kelly Marie Tran very much. Right. I just think what they did with those two characters probably wasn't the best for their no, story. It wasn't. But but I like I was telling uh, Dave like I I like the Luke and Ray interactions. I think the the scene on I'm horrible with Star Wars uh, Star Wars planet names. The Salt Planet is it Crate with the I, red? I don't remember either. You're asking the wrong guys. Yeah, I think it's Crate where they have those speeder ships yeah. and they're attacking those those walkers and i'm like oh that looks awesome like, yeah no that was great oh scene. i know what you're talking about yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that was yeah. so sweet actually yeah. yeah yeah and if if there's one thing that star wars doesn't dumb down it's their visuals they go all out on visuals they don't if they're like oh you know what we're running out of the budget for the visuals you know kathleen kennedy is gonna find a way to get money for those visuals <laughs> so that's always <laughs> awesome and i and i even like um when it comes to those Disney Star Wars movies, I like their side stories. Like, I think Rogue One is awesome. I, I oh, like yeah. how it tied in New One, Hope. Rogue One's, I think, is better than any of the three trilogy movies. Yeah, and I had no, I had no issue with Solo at all. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I had no I had issue. Some, with I had some. It just, you know, there were some things I did, but at the same time, I remember. I do remember rewatch. I'm gonna have to rewatch it again. Uh, but I remember rewatching it uh, after when it first came out. I'm like, oof, man. It was just like it just felt like there was things. I think it's what 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 was always against Solo was the fact that it's just not Harrison Ford. You know, I yeah. mean, I mean, yeah. kudos to like when anytime they try to do a younger version of a popular character, a lot of people. I mean, it's it's just very hard to, to look past the fact that it, hey, it's not the original guy. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's that's, that's that. always going to be difficult. And that's and that's why I think they didn't do that with the Mandalorian at the end with uh, Luke, right? They just yeah. kind of like. They just digitalized it or whatever, rather than like cast someone like Sebastian Stan, who fans were actually on board with. Um, were you guys okay with that though? The I am. I I think they I I think they might even look into it now because it's gonna not be- gonna, it's not going to be that situation. You know, well, fans have already said like we're in on this. Yeah, well, it looks like they're doing that with Harrison Ford in Indiana Jones. I was just about to say that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, there's going to be apparently a lot of like flashbacking and they're just going to be doing some de-aging, which, okay, cool. But I mean, I'm I'm hoping, I mean, it's it's so weird how how sometimes it could just not look good at all, but then it could look, and like some cases it could look excellent. Like you watch a YouTube video and somebody fucking does like a deep fake or something. And you're going, why does that look better than the actual, you know, when yeah, they exactly. over millions of dollars over here 
And I'm just kind of hoping that they kind of learn their lesson because, I mean, I mean, look at the Irishmen. Uh, there were some times where it's just, oh, and, 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 and Robert De Niro, old Robert De Niro trying to kick that guy when he's supposed to be like 30 in his mid thirties. Like, at least get like another actor to like be Step the body. There, yeah. yeah. You have to do that. So I, I mean, obviously they have to do that with Indiana Jones five. If they're going to do flashbacks, they're going to have to get a younger dude that had that same build as Harrison Ford back in the eighties. Yep. Uh, you know, it late seventies, early eighties, you know, he's going to have to have that. They can't just, you know, you can't just pace, you know, make somebody look younger and then still have the old body. I mean, same thing happened with uh, Captain Marvel with with uh, Sam Jackson. It was like, yeah, yeah, your face looks younger, but you're still moving like 60 something year old Sam Jackson. <laughs> I, will, I will say, though, that I think Captain Marvel is the best use of that technology. I thought no, it looked his face looked great. Right. His face. I great. didn't like it for Rogue One. I don't know about you, Ty, but I, I, I didn't. I was not a fan of the tar, like seeing Tarkin. He looked like a video game character. Oh, ah, okay. He didn't like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought it looked fine. Yeah. yeah. There's actually so. So what you said about how you go on YouTube and you see this like deep fake, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure how you guys because we just got on TikTok. Like, uh, you know, what I mean, it's not my favorite platform in the world, but <laughs> um, Jesus. there's this dude that does a Tom Cruise. Deep oh my god, you see? Oh, it's yeah, so yeah. I swear to God, man, I thought that was. I'm like, why is Tom Cruise like doing? This? And then I'm like, oh, then I looked into it a little further, realized it's a deep fake, and I'm like, and then we get things like the mustache with Henry Cavill. It's like, how, you know, how, how, yeah. how is this That's happening? It's just, this guy's out here making me really think Tom Cruise is on Tic Tac or whatever it's called. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it blows my mind. It okay. Really does. All right. Let's Okay. So last Jedi, I mean, I thought, I mean, well, well the missed opportunity with the, uh, the new trilogy in a lot of people. And I, and I totally agree. It's like the fact that they didn't get, han leia and luke all together that was a total missed opportunity uh i mean i liked jj's balls to like kill han i mean I, that, that scene yeah still, still tears me apart i mean when chewy screams out i just every time i just go ah! you know i just you know <laughs> there's just something about that you know because that's his buddy and, yeah. you know and i and i get it but it's like oh maybe we could have saved that you know i mean obviously we got leia and han and then we got Leia and Luke, but to have them all three together, that was a, a total missed opportunity. That's yes. fair. And I kind of wonder, like, why, like, that should have been one of the first things to be like, okay, we need a scene with all three of them reuniting. Mm -hmm. You know, that's got to be in there. So I, I, I don't quite understand, like, I mean, and that's what always I always wondered too, because going into Rise of Skywalker and bringing back JJ when they were supposed to have Colin Trevorrow with his duel of fate script, which I think they should have went with. Um, because it, you know, the details on that sounded a little bit better. Um, I'm just kind of wondering like how I, I always kind of went, there's, they, they gotta have a plan. How do they not have a plan? But apparently JJ even recently said, yeah, there really wasn't a full fledged plan. I'm like, this is fucking star Wars. How do you not have a plan? I would have thought, you guys would have, everybody would have sat down for weeks and outlined a whole new trilogy. But now you would even retrospect, you go, yeah, they didn't. Because one of my biggest gripes about Rise of Skywalker was the fact, and I, I said that, I think of my first reaction, I'm like, it was like they were trying to cram so much in this last little chapter. 
and it was just like a ball into this ball that was just ready to burst. And I said the it was symbolic even in the movie when the opening scene is literally them doing that that light speed jump. It was like boom, go to the next planet. Boom, go to the next planet. I'm like, that's how the movie was. It was like oh, boom, onto the next scene. <laughs> boom, it's like leave whatever happened right here behind. Boom, we're on to the next thing now. Right. How do you, that's a good comparison, you, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, Rise of Skywalker, like as a general, because I, I would consider myself like a general audience member for for Star Wars, right? And um, I had a hard time keeping up with Rise of Skywalker, like the with what was happening. It, you're right though there was so much going on it was like it was like uh i felt you know like the 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 people that critique bvs for like trying trying to put too much stuff in um which i don't think makes sense that's kind of how i felt for this movie i was like well this one really like feels like a lot's going on and i, I almost can't keep up with it like um and it was confusing at times but you know, I just figured I was like, oh, this is, must be Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Say so, what you say what you will about Kathleen Kennedy. Like, I think Kathleen Kennedy is great at what she does. That's why she's in the position. What are you talking about? She's getting fired like every other week, apparently. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Jeremy's saying it, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, I I think anyone that's making a billion dollar movies back to back to back and then has one misstep at the box office is is successful, whether you like the movies or not. The one thing she can't do is vet her directors. Like yeah. it, it should have been Colin Trevorrow on Rise of Skywalker or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It should have been uh, Phil Lord and uh, Chris Miller on Solo, and then it became uh, Ron, Ron Howard. Howard. Yeah, and uh, there was some. There was another director where it. it I, I don't know if it was her and John M. Chu, but she, John M. Chu was supposed to direct the pilot for Willow, and then he dropped off. And I don't know if Kathleen Kennedy is vetting these directors. I don't know if she has someone doing it for her, but that's going to be her biggest mistake is she's not vetting these people correctly, which then forces J.J. Abrams in and Ron Howard in to quickly do this in a timely manner like you're doing these movies every other year yeah you can't well, that, just run you now you now you got to rush this guy to get this out because you can't wait three years for one movie and it so, shows and it yeah. shows too in yeah. rise of skywalker because like like i said everything is just trying to get crammed in there and it sucks too because as soon as uh you know you know kylo ren stops being kylo ren and bees ben solo i'm going well fuck i want to see an entire movie where it's been it's like how how I just wish like when it came to Kylo Ren and, you know, obviously, you know, he had his moments where it was like, uh, you know, and even Ryan Johnson was like, he destroyed his helmet. And I'm like, oh man, if they could have just did something where they brought the Ben Solo out in Rise of Skywalker, not Rise of Skywalker, but uh, Last Jedi. And then we could have had a whole movie that literally, I mean, I remember even somebody on my timeline and I retweeted it that showed like, oh, what if there was like a Ben Solo, you know, just a full on character. And it showed, it literally was like, it was like a cross between Han and Luke. It was right. him. We had a jacket. He had the blaster and a fucking lightsaber. I'm like, how badass would that have been? Just yep. and, and especially since he was like the bad guy and then he turned good. And now he's going to take on, you know, the, uh, the, the first order he's going to take on as like this, as, as a cross between Han Solo and Luke, because I thought 
when he was finally Ben Solo and we we got like that Han Solo kind of, you know, humor. You know, when like when literally when he like pulls the lightsaber out and then, you know, and then he does that whole and I'm like, "Yes." That's- <laughs> I want more of that. And then he just wipes out everybody. That was yeah. cool. The Knights yeah. of Ren, which is funny. And I'm like, yes, that's what we, that's what we should have had this whole fucking movie. To be yeah. honest. I was I a fan of him. Uh, yeah. When he, like, makes the change. I, I really liked the, the, the but the it was so film. quick. It was, just it was, like, it was way too quick. All of a sudden he was like, oh yeah, I'm not Kylo Ren anymore. I'm Ben. And then I'm going to fuck everybody up and die. Yeah, and die, yeah. yeah, yeah, that might have been my favorite shot from Rise of Skywalker when Ray put the lightsaber yes. down and he pulled it up. I was yeah. like, "Oh my goodness, why oh, haven't we done this sooner?" <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it, it is sad because these actors aren't coming back for future movies. I don't, I can't imagine. Like, I think John Boyega has been very outspoken that he's had enough. I think yep. Adam Driver is going to move on to bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. Um, it, well, he has, I should say. Um, I, mean, I think Daisy Ridley is gonna, you know, it looks like she's taking her time, uh, you know, looking for her next thing, for mm-hmm. for instance. And I just wor- I worry about Daisy Ridley that like, she's getting like, Natalie Portman uh, effect, you know, when Natalie Portman yeah. did the prequels, all of a sudden like the phone stopped ringing, and I've heard like Daisy Ridley go, I haven't really gotten, and then her yeah. next movie is. What the fuck was that movie with Tom Holland? Chaos something, yeah. whatever. That, well, that I mean, nowhere. To, to, yeah, to defend her on that, that what that movie filmed like fifteen years ago. <laughs> was was it? It? it was a long. It was a while ago, it, right? It, it was. I I think they filmed that movie in 2016, if I'm not mistaken. What is it? Uh, Chaos oh. Walking. Chaos Walking. Oh, yeah. I, it, I don't it, think I've heard of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, exactly. Time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Daisy exactly. Ridley. It's Daisy Ridley, Tom Holland, uh, not like Viggo Mortensen, uh, uh, Mads Mikkelsen, and Nick Jonas. Okay. Yeah, and basically you could hear people's thoughts. Everybody could hear their their thoughts are always being broadcasted for some reason. I don't even I don't, I, I meant to watch it just to see how much of a shit show it was, but yeah, it is. That, yeah. So so it came out in twenty twenty. 2021 or yeah yeah and it was saying it was filmed in 2016 that's really weird oh yeah it was was in production hell for a very long time very long time it it was supposed to come out in like 2018 and it kept getting pushed back and pushed back apparently like yeah yeah (laughs) yeah right and it was uh major reshoots on that film and the reshoots obviously didn't help and they um, never do they never yeah. do it seems you know what's bad time, i think the only time like a, a big time reshot scene uh or additional whatever you want to call it that really helped the movie was dark phoenix that last uh the final act on the fucking train because that was apparently all like a redone they came back and just added that whole thing yeah. and i'm like that was actually pretty strong yeah. the movie was I love not that, that fight. great yeah, that whole yeah with Magneto. Oh my gosh, he, stabbing he, people with like shards. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is Magneto. That, that's yeah. a movie that I think gets a little bit too much flack. Yeah, I think it gets because it's not as bad as ever. Because I honestly it's not as bad as I, I. I'm not a fan of Apocalypse, but yeah, yeah I'm not either. And um, honestly, Days of Future Past was like really Here's- the climactic film, right? And that's the one after that. It was hard to get excited for. I mean, then Len Logan came out, but I don't classify that as like X Men, <laughs> um, like property, it, even though it, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, yeah, it's kind but, of its own standalone thing for the most yeah, part. I yeah, I didn't even see 
um, I didn't even see this that one in theaters because I've I heard such terrible things about it. And then I watched it like three months ago when I was like, what the why did I wait so long to watch this? It's not so bad. Dark Phoenix wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. No, it wasn't is it popcorn it, movie? It, it's nowhere near as bad as uh apocalypse in my opinion as as apocalypse or uh the new mutants. I couldn't I could not sit through the new mutants. Really? Oh, new new no. mutants was yeah, new mutants I too. could not yeah. like they like were, it was very forgettable. Like I'm like, it's I, forgettable. I, yes, yeah, super yes. forgettable. And there was a lot there that they could have done, obviously. And I, you know, when we saw that first trailer that came out, how many years ago? Um, right. Another yeah, speaking I, of production was, hell. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It had that horror element, and everybody was I like, like "Oh, this was this looks really cool." And then all of a sudden, it just kept getting pushed back, pushed back, reshoots, reshoots, right. and you and you see it too. You see the reshoots. It's mm -hmm. uh, it's it, it's. Yeah, it got caught in between that like merger too. You know, it got caught yeah. in between like the Fox Disney uh, Disney merger. There was like this limbo periods. Like, will they release it? Will they not? Um, so I think that movie was like doomed to fail. <laughs> it's just oh it was, for sure. And then, and then I don't know why they did it, but that was the first movie to like release in pandemic. That was like the first pandemic release that like came out. Yeah, theatrically. Well, the yeah. first superhero maybe the, yeah. you know, i think i think you're right i think you're right very like for it felt like the first release while yeah. theaters weren't fully open at yeah. all if any so so now right you bring that that whole the, the behind the scenes issues the the merger and then to to icing the put the icing on the cake it comes out during a pandemic and it, and it just <laughs> it's so fitting yeah it's literally just not set up for success throw it away just yeah. see you later disney's but, like mm, it's uh it's the <laughs> it's the the c words going around right now let's yeah. uh let's throw this movie uh -oh. out there that's been panning <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny too because i you know i'm seeing uh carrie i know you uh, carrie in the the chat he's like oh, i love apocalypse I'm like it has some moments i mean obviously the wolverine yeah. moment is fantastic very um you know but oh, that's right yeah, I mean, we, yeah, that, that's what's so funny is like they had it, you know, you had to put that Wolverine moment, but at the same time, I mean, but I forgot very, it was in there. That's yeah, how, that's that's how the bad thing. it was. It's I'm so too, I'm too busy going like, eh, yeah, but you got Oscar Isaac, who's supposed to be Apocalypse, this huge presence. And you know what? I mean, I'm, I, I'm not, it's not like I'm a tall guy myself. I mean, I'm probably like around the same height as uh, Oscar Isaac. He's not a tall dude. So when I have, when you see Magneto, is like, over like taller than him. I'm like, it's kind of just ruins the illusion here. Yeah, yeah. You know, because we have, and then especially when you see Thanos, and then when we saw Dark Side, it's like they did full on mocap and made these these fucking gods, gods. Yeah. Apocalypse, yeah. it was full on practical, and it was like you had Oscar Isaac. Great, he he did he did a good job, but he's also just me. <laughs> It's like I yeah. can't see Magneto, you know, being taller than him. He's got to be huge, man. Yeah. And in an apocalypse, you know, is is a really like deep threat. Yes. Right? And you know, it just it just felt out of place for me. It was like Yeah, it, you're right. It was very very underwhelming for like that he's like the dark side like the Thanos, right? Like he's a he's a, that caliber of a villain. And then yeah. to use them like that, it was just like, 
I yeah, mean, uh, it was very underwhelming. Ap- Apocalypse should definitely not have been a one and done kind of character. No, he should no, be your no. build up character in your yeah. mutant universe. That's not exactly. coexisting within Marvel and or then, yeah, any other com- universe. And then coming off Days of Fu- Days of Future Past, which was oh, excellent, God, such a good fucking movie. excellent. You know, I mean, I, how did you feel about that, Skylar? Did you would you like Days of Future Past? Uh, it's probably my favorite X-Men movie of the bunch. I, okay, yeah. there you go. <laughs> I yeah, wasn't sure. I was like, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's your reaction. I'm like, does he yeah, feel yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> good. I, yeah. I was about to kick you out, but I, yeah. I'm going to stay now. That's it. See ya. Good night. Thanks. Uh, cheers. <laughs> no, it's, uh. Take your bloody Mary and get out. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, but yeah, like, man. I mean, it was, it was such a strong, you know, such a strong movie. I mean, like Days of Future Past just, I mean, I, I think. I mean, personally, Logan, when it comes to the X-Men universe, I mean, that's just, there's something about Logan that I just love so much and I've watched over and over again. I mean, obviously it's a one-off story, so I guess you can't really call it like full-on X-Men, but at the same yeah. time, but it fits in the universe, but I just love that story so much and love the acting. I think it should have been nominated with some, yes. you know, because Hugh Jackman, Patrick Stewart, they fucking just went out. I mean, that, that was their opus. I mean, they went out with a bang. But Days of Future I Past. I like the Wolverine that he that James Mangold did yes. with him. I yes. like the Wolverine. I really? and the, the unrated one. I'm like, okay, well, this is hey, like, yeah, you this have is Logan. It, right? This is like Logan Minor, basically. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, and and I Logan for me like ah oh, God, you're so right. Those it was like the Opus. It was it yeah. was their swan song. Yeah, and, swan uh, song. That's what I meant to and, say too. Yeah, and they. Cause like there, the X Men franchise in a in a in a in, in its entirety was bumpy road, um, but most <laughs> mostly like you know I think the general uh, consensus would be like okay it was okay it wasn't the greatest it, you know it wasn't yeah. the worst but uh, this movie like the way they ended it it was so perfect and that's why I don't want to see Hugh Jackman come come back, back. I agree I especially for a Deadpool cameo when you know it's gonna be like poking fun at him in some yeah. way it's like i just don't want to I mean, bring him back for that i mean if if hugh jackman comes back as hugh jackman fine yeah, that's, yeah. that's meta that's all deadpool and they can yeah. make jokes like crazy but yeah i know it's just i mean it is a missed opportunity i think a little bit because it's like oh man i would love like a road trip movie with those two yes it'd be great but at the same time i'm like you just can't take away from Logan because it's just, it's just such a good Powerful way to just send off that character that he did. Yeah. But it's like how we were talking about Tony Stark. This character yeah. just needs to stay dead. And if you're going to do what Marvel's doing and try and rejuvenate X-Men, then you need to do it with new people, fresh blood, tell a different story, make him different, different yes. actor. Yeah, so for sure. And uh, I mean, I, I'm sure you guys watch Loki, right? Of yeah. course, yeah. We yeah. we talked about that a little bit. Yeah, he's a, he's yeah. actually seen the the second episode. Oh, God, I hate you. Yeah. Just <laughs> don't, don't worry. Uh, I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I man, this that show though. Uh, the, so talk about uh, re- rejuvenating um, love for for Marvel. I think this this show because Wandavision so subpar in my mind. Uh, oh. Falcon and Winter Soldier was more of what we know. Uh, like it was just like a good Marvel story, you know, maybe a little right. bit too much, too much political, like, like, you know, eh, political, we get it. Like we got to have uh, Sam Wilson make this great speech at the end. Um, <laughs> yeah. But Loki is just like, 
this is what I like about Marvel, right? Like, this is what it is. This is well, what I, I like about this stuff. What, 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 what I'm digging, you know, and it, it almost, it, it's weird because uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to come first and then WandaVision and then Loki. I mean, but I actually kind of like the fact that isn't that what was supposed to happen? I think it so. So I've been hearing mixed things because I said what you said, and someone told me no, Loki was supposed to come first. Oh, but that doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I was under the impression it was always Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay, I think yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement with I you thought. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 See, I thought, we're, gonna go, yeah. we're gonna go with the, the Disney insider guys. So I'm, I, I'm just saying, I, I would just say only because. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier started production way before Loki exactly. did. Well, yeah. and then when you watch it, they, I mean, it, I mean, it's like it's supposed to be like right after all the events in Endgame, right? I mean, right, yeah. yeah. And, well, because and then and then so Black Widow supposed to come out, and then oh Jesus, the first I know another one, uh, and then Falcon and Winter Soldier would kick excited. things off. We would get that um, that little cameo from um, um, Madame Hydra or. No, no, no. Oh, uh, Julia uh, Louis Dreyfus. Yeah. So, uh, and, and that I know was, who you're talking about. That was that cameo. So that was supposed to set that up. And then the whole, the, you know, but that's what I said. And someone was like, no, no, no. Loki was supposed to come out first. So I was like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, yeah, no way. I, I, I can't imagine. After. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I've uh, always been under the impression that as long as Black Widow came before Hawkeye, every it didn't matter what order the other three were in. Okay. But Hawkeye had to come after Black Widow. That's what so, I've always been told. Because of the events of of y- yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because that make multiple I, characters intertwining right. within the series. Yeah. Okay. And um but but what what I was like saying though is like I like the fact that the order that it came in now and like WandaVision was like crazy weird, you know, whoa. And you know, when I dug it until the Ralph Boner part, then it was like <laughs> shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I literally lost my boner for it, um, right. you know, and it was just like, ah, man. And then, and then Captain or uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I'm like, all right, cool, political, you know, it's got a Winter Soldier vibe, digging it, you know. It's nothing like, you know, you know, it wasn't anything too spectacular. I have my gripes with it, but now we're going into Loki, and now we're like, oh, we're back into like the crazy fucking cosmic shit. Where now we got this time variance team authority, whatever, you know, and I'm going, okay, I'm uh multiverse, okay. You you've got me. You got yeah. me. Like, yeah, the first episode, a little slow. I get it. They're establishing everything. I hear the second you said the se- second episode's obviously, you know, gets I heard it's better. I heard it's better. Yeah. It is better. Yeah. Um oh my god. I, it's like it's this this whole series. And like I like the Kang, like pretend it's like, but yes. I like the Kang, like the theories and stuff, but it's like I don't want to suffer from WandaVision uh syndrome is what I now <laughs> no, we call were talking it. about like like yeah, I, was, yeah. I, I don't know if you were watching, but I was I was mentioning like the one thing I would that I, that's gonna irk me is when you're watching episode one, you see that they're in the church and the pane glass, and you see the devil, and everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, literally." Yeah. My co-host was like, "Mephisto's confirmed." I was like, "Dude, oh god, I, I hate that name." I hate that character. I do too. All and of a sudden, I don't like, like really fucking squandered that fucking name. Now. <laughs> Everybody was I, like, Mephisto. Ah. Yeah. Don't the introduce girl. him in the MCU. Just leave him out from now on. The Just, little girl, uh, she like points at the devil. I'm like, oh, here we go, man. Yeah, it was almost Me- like a She's fun. Mephisto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, all, we're all Mephisto. Oh, I, um, 
I, I actually, uh, so I'm, I'm like kind of friends with, uh, Jeffrey Ford who's the, um, editor for, for Marvel. Like he did all the Captain America movies. He did uh, most of the Avenger movies oh, nice. and, uh, he, he did uh Falcon winter soldier and, and now he's working on no way home. And, uh, like I, I was talking to him about like working on Falcon and winter soldier and how it was, you know, I asked him cause this is all an email cause we're working up to get him back on. And, uh, I very much thought, are you guys dipping your toes in like a darker set of content? Because Falcon and Winter Soldier had some dark moments, mm-hmm. and uh, you know what I've, what I saw from that show is like they're almost testing the 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 waters on maybe that line in the sand that Marvel or Disney won't cross, and and he kind of like hinted at like there might be more you know this Disney Plus stuff might get a little bit edgier, and you know they see the success of the Snyder Cut, and and they have an opportunity here uh, to to tell darker not darker, not dark Snyder cut stuff, but like, you know, uh, darker than normal, darker than your normal yeah, MCU yeah, that, stuff. That makes, that makes sense. So I, I think that's like a good sign, at least for, for me. Cause I like, I think audiences are ready for, um, a little bit edgier stuff, especially yeah. after the Snyder cut and, uh, and what Zach did does. Um, so, I mean, it gets me excited. I'm honestly excited for the MCU again. Yeah. I mean, I think they're, and you make a great point. I think there's two series that Marvel has in development. Well, one kind of now wrapped wrapped up, but that that could test those waters. The first one being Hawkeye. You know, there's gangster mobs. There's murder. Yeah. There's very dark things reminiscent there's to let's say Daredevil with Seinfeld. Yeah, I'm already in. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And then, uh, I'm, and then, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. yeah, and then you got Moon Knight, where the Moon character Knight. is experiencing uh, multiple personality disorder, Ooh. and what he, what his villains are. He's a lot of people like to call him the Marvel Batman, which I don't personally see, but I can understand why. In terms of like, I guess him putting on the suit and fighting people. I, yeah. I, I guess, but yeah. but just the idea of like diving into something kind of darker with that character or even if they the rumors are true and they decide they want to dive back into ghost rider you could do dark things with ghost rider yeah not that campy stuff we saw with uh our boy nick cage yeah well i mean well let's be fair though the sequel they were like fuck it it was the guys that did crank i think right the brothers yeah yeah and they they actually were like hey we're gonna go r-rated and let's do this and we're gonna use nick cage's real hairline okay (laughs) yeah i'm just saying if you look i mean if you look between nick cage and the first one the second one first one he's got a fucking piece on because let's face it nick cage (laughs) the tragic one it's it's his real hairline the tragedy of spirit of vengeance is the fact that they said no we don't need to bring eva mendez back Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. a tragedy. Yeah. But they yep. but they had Idris Elba in there. I'm like, fuck. It's so funny me. because Ooh, the first one, the first the first Ghost Riders villain was Mephisto. <laughs> was it? Really? Yes. Peter Fonda was Mephisto. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he is Mephisto. Mephisto <laughs> confirmed. Yeah, he's, 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 he's in the multiverse of madness. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first. Oh, Didn't even think about that. Cheers, oh, boys. Oh, there we go. God. Cheers to that one right there. Yep. <laughs> Love it. Didn't even my think God, Mephisto is confirmed. Finally, we can, oh, guys, we can uh, rest easier. My Lord. 
my lord and savior Mephisto. Uh, um, but said, uh, uh oh, guys, we got somebody uh, you know that's coming in here that was not a fan of Last Jedi. I know that, uh -oh. Mr. Matt Jarbo. We don't need <laughs> oh, to talk. About we don't need to talk about Last Jedi. It was, it was, I, I always it was a good intro because <laughs> I, I know how much you don't like you do not like uh, Last Jedi. I have complaints, yeah. uh, you know, like uh, I was listening to you guys talk about like the whole lightsaber throwing earlier. And um, I think that scene was played for laughs more than anything else. So, I mean, but still Canto bite. There's no defending Canto bite. There's none. Yeah. No, really no one likes R2D2 as a slot machine. That's for no. sure. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's some rule 34 about R2D2. That's a slot machine. So <laughs> that's true. Can't, I can't knock you there. Yeah, I, well, the, I mean, I've seen some stuff like that too. But the internet's a vast and wild place. What can I say? Apparently, I wanted to take you take the you know we turned his camera off too. He's like, oh, oh. no, 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 the dog's here. I once I'm gonna just gotta put him in the chair real quick. Oh, okay, I, I'm off camera <laughs> predominantly because I've been having streamyard issues with my internet. Like it always seems to crap out if I'm on camera, so I just have uh. to kind of. Yeah, yeah right. Xfinity. It's, 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 <laughs> like lion. I didn't. I didn't drop like what a shitload of money on like a camera and lights and stuff to like not be. Well, I mean That's sometimes, true. but it's just streamyard sucks some days. Yeah, yeah. Man. yeah there's, I've there's been looking into. I've been looking into other ones, you know, just like like stream testing the waters. Uh, stream light keeps emailing me. I don't remember ever signing up for anything, but uh, it's like that's like what John Campia uses or or whatever. So. Uh, I, I figured I'd like, you know, just see how it was. Well, given how much money he makes a day on super chats, you might, <laughs> you might be onto something there. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I know we went from like star Wars to like this whole mutant X-Men talk. And, you know, I kind of wanted to get your guys' opinion on like, how do you think they're going to introduce like the mutants into the MCU? Ooh, that's you know, that's that's I mean, I mean, obviously we we were we, we thought we got something in WandaVision, but that was a boner, literally. So I don't know. How do how do how do they do it? I mean, with the whole multiverse thing or what? So I I have this like this is before all the Spider-Man No Way Home and like um the stuff that uh Doc Ock like said about how he comes in. I always envisioned the the way they would do it is like at the end of I don't know whatever film it would be, um, you know Doctor Strange is like, you know goes off on this like little quest or whatever, and at the end of the movie he comes back and he's like I brought friends, opens a portal and the X Men like step through. That's like <laughs> that's the easiest way I could think of doing it. But um, I don't know Wandavision like the she was born with her powers. Does that make her a mutant? Um, so I, I I don't know. It's 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 a very good question. I think they're going to just, I think they're just going to do the multiverse. It just seems like the easiest thing. Cause you have to look at it like this. Uh, they don't want to make it complicated. They don't, they don't want to make it cumbersome. Yeah. They literally just want to go, here's how it's happening. Fucking deal with it. And then move on. Like that's it. And, uh, and I think, uh, Loki is going to be a big factor in that. So they're just gonna, they're just going to kind of go, Hey guys, mutants. <laughs> Here they are. Here yeah. they are. They have to be sprinkled in. Uh, I mean, you make a good point with Loki, especially if they're doing Kang and he's the, the villain in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I think that's one of the movies that could introduce these characters. I, I have to imagine Fantastic Four is introduced first because they've already announced it. 
you know, it makes sense to introduce them in Ant-Man in a, in some sort of way. And then, but then again, Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness, it's called multiverse. Yeah. You know, I would, you can't do the X-Men and leave it on a, a boner joke. I, yeah. Yeah, See, I'm actually I'm a boner defender. What can I say? I, I thought I thought that it was great. I thought that it was <laughs> no, great. Because again, so many people, so many people had their panties all in a twist during that entire That's run. They're just true. like, it's Mephesto. You see that shot of a fly on the window? That was how Mephesto was first introduced into the comics. You That's love him. chaos. That but, is, uh, yeah, yeah, like that is, all that, that stuff. Is, that is, but, but I, I was, true. I was that's never true. on them. If I was not like, that's okay, true. like maybe he'll be, maybe he's there. I don't know. But I was never like, but when they, when, when Evan Peters was right there, when opened the door, I mean, it was like, okay, here we are. It's finally happening. And it was just a big fucking letdown. Well, well, you got to think of it like this though, is, is they, they kind of explained it where, you know, he said, look, uh, I don't know. I was just someplace else. And then I heard you calling out and now I'm here. And I mean, that's obviously meant to kind of tie into the multiverse because Scarlet Witch can kind of do that already. And we don't know, is he the person? So for one, okay, let's think of it like this, right? So if the, if the, the scepter, Loki's scepter was able to, you know, kind of give Wanda or maybe unleash Wanda and Pietro's powers, right? Would Agatha be able to give Ralph Boner super speed or would she just unlock his latent mutant ability? Mm. Hmm. There's yeah, there, there's questions there because it's yeah. like how what you know like we don't know about any I mean if you go back to Agents of Shield they were trying to introduce all that through fish oil at the end of season two to fish build oil. up the that was literally no like literally it at the end of season two they uh, that was how they were introducing the I forget all about it but it was like trying to unlock the Inhumans abilities like which ones out there were Inhumans. And yeah. they did it by releasing this thing into the ocean that was being picked up by fish oil. It's a whole weird fucking thing. Um, <laughs> and then it went off the rails in season three. But, you know, they're, again, they're going to want to make it like they're not going to introduce Quicksilver for a cheap laugh. The boner thing was meant to be, I think, a throw off joke because I, I don't think that's his real name. I still think he was under Agatha's spell. Mm. You know, she was controlling him. But I mean, you know, she could have controlled anybody else. And at times she kind of was, but she didn't give anyone else in town any kind of special abilities. I pray that you are 100% right. So do I. That's all so I'm do I because yeah. then I would th- that would validate my existence and yeah, I'd be okay with go. that. But, 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 <laughs> but when is that going to pay off? Well, it I took mean, ten years to pay off Thanos. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, we, we, it's still fresh. It's still fresh. Thing. Yeah. She is going to be in Doctor Strange too. We know that she's part of that. So maybe, hopefully, wait, Scarlet Witch or Agatha Harkness? Scarlet Witch. Okay, I yeah. think Agatha Harkness will be a part of Doctor yeah, Strange. By the way. I was going to. I, I, yeah. I, I, I think so. There, I think she's going to be used as some. I don't think she's necessarily a villain. I think somehow, some ways, she's going to go to her and pull her out. I. Hmm. Maybe it's well, not I, Doctor Strange, but I do think it'll eventually happen. Yeah. You, Catherine Hahn, they're bringing her back some way, somehow. Agatha, well, she was too popular not to. Yeah. Yeah, Agatha, yeah. In the, uh, Agatha in the source material is like, she's not a villain. She's not a hero. She's more of a, you know. Let me uh, teach you of your ways. Yeah. Your power. A, yeah. I would call yeah. She's not an anti hero either. It's the wrong word. Yeah. But she's, you know, she's just Agatha. Um, and, and she's just kind of there and she does what she wants. And uh, I don't know the, the 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 Quicksilver thing just really rubbed me the wrong way, to be honest. Because 
I, I just, yeah. Why well, do it? Just like why tease like that? Because um, it's awesome. Well, well I it's think, awesome. I think, I, think it's, I think it's just because you know everybody's wondering how they're gonna get the mutants in there. I mean, right. But when it when it comes to it, I mean, I mean, let, let's face facts. Uh, you know, and and it's gonna be really curious to see how people react to it, especially since you know being you know in the DC world when everybody goes, not my Superman, not my Batman or something like that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, okay, now we're going to get a new Wolverine at one point. Ooh, how are people going to react to whatever casting that's going to be? Like, how are people going to respond to the next Wolverine? That's not Hugh Jackman. That's what I'm kind of curious to see when, when that, cause it, you know, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. So whoever that is, you know, Good luck to you because now mm -hmm. you're going to get that treatment that, you know, people who take up the Batman mantle or the Superman mantle, they, I mean, they get fucking hounded by fans going, this is not, this guy sucks. He's not going to be a good one, but you know, yeah, exactly. couldn't agree more. Like, um, I really do feel bad for whoever that person is. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, they're if, not going to get a chance. It, well, they'll get a chance, but they will be ridiculed from the jump. Oh yeah. About well, it. I here's here's how I think they're going to handle the situation and it just seems to make the most amount of sense to me. Uh I think Hugh Jackman is going to have a say in who they pick, at least like an approval of who they pick, not to say like he's going to be the definitive approval, but he'll be on board or at least they'll pay him enough money to come out and give a public, you know, recommendation, right? Okay. Like this is my successor uh, or this is the successor to the character. Uh, I love that we spent 17 years doing this. Handing the torch to him. Yeah, he's going to have to pass the torch. Handing, it, it, handing the claws to him, I should say. Yeah, <laughs> and and like that's what they're going to have to do. And at that point, you're going to get a lot of fans that are going to go, okay, I feel good about Hugh Jackman saying this is okay. You know, like if it was someone like Avi Arad who came out and did it, there would be an absolute fucking revolt because it would but, just be the wrong casting. <laughs> But the question right. I have though too is like, do they go like uh, source material, make a and cast a shorter person, not yeah. a six foot two, you know, good looking, you know, Hugh Jackman type, or they do they really go like, hey, let's get somebody who's you know doesn't have you know who's vertically challenged? What do, do they they'll, do? They'll, I've heard like Taron Egerton was a name that was tossed around for a while, he, and like he's he would actually be. You know, it's going to be someone who's like, you know, five, five, eight, five, ten, somewhere in there, you know, like a moderate yeah, not, average size person. Like five, three, five, four. Yeah. Right? Because think about their contract. Their contract's going to end up being around like what, like nine pictures, 10 years, somewhere in there. So they're going to have to grow with the role. And so, yeah, just have someone who can go with it, maybe make them a little younger. Of course. And then go from there. But they're going to, I mean, the thing is, Feige is, is key at not, you know, fucking up <laughs> really. So I think like, and, and then there's also the old story about how he was the one who was slipping Hugh Jackman X-Men comics while oh, yeah. they were on the set. Yeah, because yeah. Ryan Singer yeah, didn't Ryan want Singer those on set, set, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was too too preoccupied with boys in Hawaii. But anyway, that's a whole other story. <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> fine. Allegedly, oh, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, Sorry, I've. It's been a long day. I'm just yeah, gonna make fine, terrible it's jokes. It's fine. No, no, I, 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 <laughs> I, I like it. I like the fact that you went there because you know what? That's one of the things that we, you know, when we're talking about these movies, it sucks that the fact that yeah, you know, the best X Men movies are from Brian Singer, even though James Mangold, you know, when we give him credit too, because I mean, like I said, 
Logan is still just, oh, even the Wolverine, like we said. But but let's face it, Days of Future Past, X2, come on, even the first X-Men. I mean, come on. Those were Singer, Singer gets the characters. I, I don't know what happened with Apocalypse, but I mean, yeah, for those ones, I don't know what the hell happened either. I mean, I, I just I have a feeling with Apocalypse, a lot of it was uh, Jennifer Lawrence. I think it was a lot of the cast throwing their muscle around. Thank you for saying that, because I always was like a firm believer that Jennifer Lawrence fucked up Raven or Mystique, because if you look at her in Dark Phoenix, the makeup is half assed, so half assed. Be or is it Dark Phoenix? That's where she yeah. died. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because like you, you compare that to Days of Future Past or yeah. And it's like, wow, they just did not do anything with that makeup. They really didn't. didn't I mean, like it. Like she didn't like. Yeah, it. of course not. Who uh, does? No, yeah, no she, actor does like to sit there, right. and, you know, four hours of makeup, but you do it anyways. That's your job. Yeah. Cause they, you know, they pay you to do it. A lot of shit ton of money. You a know, lot of good money. Millions, I will sit there and yeah, make me look cool. Fine. Yeah. Rebecca I wonder if she was Amos. Like I, I heard she was like throwing up like blue fucking blood or something. Like, I don't know what the hell she was throwing up. Like some of the makeup because it was like toxic back then. Of course, they. Improved <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, it was a rumor, but whatever. Yeah, but but she. But you she, know what? She suffered for the role. She's she a professional. Cool. Yeah, she did it. Uh, well, I also think Jennifer Lawrence uh, had enough smoke blown up her ass over the success of the Hunger Games franchise oh, because yeah, that was happening. Yeah. Like, because I remember First Class came out in 2011. The first Hunger Games dropped like March 2012. And then, you know, you had like Catching Fire 2013 and then uh, X-Men Days of Future Past in mid-2014. There was it Hunger Games or was it Mockingjay Part 1 was the end of 2014. You know, so it's like she was in this massively successful uh, franchise that she was the lead of and then versus yeah, yeah. playing a supporting role that had her in like the worst makeup. Uh, I can understand why she would, you know, want to push back on it. But at the same time, it's like just resign from the role, you yeah. know, like no one's going to cry over Jennifer Lawrence turning down being Mystique. Uh -huh. And and Mystique's a character that you can really swap. One of the only characters that you can swap <laughs> like that. Because of our abilities to look different when she needs to. Um, so, I, I mean, I. Yeah, I, she also, I, yeah, she won an Oscars. He was probably like, I'm over this X Men shit. Yeah. Because that was like one of my biggest grabs. I mean, I did, I, I even posted on my Twitter the side by side comparison of the makeup and Days of Future Past to Dark Phoenix. I was like, look at how like half ass this looks. I mean, it's, it was bad. I mean, even like, the I, I hated the costumes with the big X's across. Like I mean, yeah. remember? I mean, one of the yeah. things that I, one of the the things that was actually good about Apocalypse was at the end they all had their cool little like individual costumes, and I was like, hey, that looks pretty cool. But then they totally just threw them out for Dark Phoenix, and they were all wearing matching X long yeah. sleeve shirts. I don't know. I it never really liked weird. that. I never liked the uniformity of. I hated uh, it. X-Men like they always had like an X-Men get up you know like the the team get up and I I, I didn't like that it didn't I make sense like, yeah. Um, I, yeah it's always hard though I mean that's part of the problem with the adaptations you yeah. know is like how do you because you know like how do you allow like especially with singers earlier work it was like how do you adapt something that's meant to be taken seriously uh -huh. and then not make because you know it's like the average you know, moviegoer that's not a comic nerd going to look at some of the comic accurate costumes and go like, what the fuck is this? You know? Yeah. It, sometimes it doesn't translate. And I like no. actually the fact, I like the fact that in the first X-Men movie, um, you know, even 
Logan Wolverine, he makes a joke. He's, you know, when he gets in his costume for the first time in the final act, he's like, uh, can we, you know, he says something. And then Scott, you know, Cyclops goes, what do you want? Big yellow spandex or something like that. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would not work live action the live yeah. action wolverine well, would not work and and yeah. the thing is is that movie did well with normies like my stepdad yeah. is not a comic nut but when i bought that dvd the fall in 2000 uh that and gladiator he was watching that shit on repeat yeah like yeah. loved oh, both of those movies yeah and and then was an advocate to go see all the other x-men movies because he enjoyed the first one so much so you do have to kind of like ease people in but i mean that was 20 years 21 years ago now so where we are now oh, is I know, right? It's like I was 18 the summer that uh, X Men came out. Ugh. Now I'm almost 40. Right. <laughs> yeah, Skyler, so we're, we're talking about comic accurate costumes trying to be translated to film. I mean, but they, what but are your they, what, what what is your whole thing about that? I it's hard. <laughs> it's hard, I, right? I mean, some I mean, some you can do it. Right. I think the X-Men, I don't know if you guys were talking about this, but I don't know if the X-Men is the easiest to try and translate, no. especially something like Wolverine, well, what, even though they I, teased I brought, it. I, yeah, I, brought, I was just going to say like that. In the first X-Men movie, like literally like when uh, Logan finally is, you know, in the final act when they're going to take on Magneto, he just like, you know, he's in the costume at first. And, and then Scott goes like, what'd you want? Like big yellow spandex, you know, making a jab at the... Yeah actual wolverine it's like yeah that wouldn't have worked but but, uh, but when they even, teased even his, I, go ahead when they teased his uh the yellow and brown the that costume and he like, oh, opens uh, the thing up i was like that would probably look sick well like, yeah, and yeah the wolverine the the extended cut yeah the, i was like that probably would look real but that's cut. because we would like it you know what i mean maybe the average do person you like, what do the? you darken the eyes or do you do the whites like with you know deadpool suit <laughs> you'd probably have to do the dark in the eyes i mean when it comes to batman i've always had that question like what would actually look good and then when i first that was one of the questions i actually asked Zack snyder like when when i first had him on i, I for some reason i'm like that's a question i want to ask because i've always wanted to know out of all the directors that have directed a batman have you ever considered having the full-on white eyes yeah and he goes well he just kind of basically said, well, there's a lot of motion in the eyes and there's not so much you could do if it's just plain up white. Right. I went, yeah, yeah that's, that makes sense. He goes, but with the, uh, armored suit, yeah, he did you it. could do it because they're lit up. And I was like, you, yeah, he made up, he, he, he brought up a good point. Yeah, it's cool. like that. In, the, in the mech suit, in the armored suit. Yeah. 100%. You can have those white eyes, anything that's like tactical. Sure. But Batman's regular suit, you can't, really can't pull off the wide eyes at all because there's a motion that needs to be shown there and you can't really get that so that's why you do the blacking of the eyes and then i love the fact that matt reeves said well hold my beer i'm actually gonna show you bruce wayne take off the cowl and the fucking makeup's gonna be there still and i'm like ah yeah. oh, that's why matt reeves i'm looking forward to your batman I'm yeah like, yeah yep I like that, by the way. I, yeah. I, I think Reeves is going to bring it in a way that is just going to be insane. Oh, dude. He said, hold my fucking beer. When yeah. It came to dark. Are you kidding me? Like, oh, well, okay. Nolan it, did. Oh, yeah. Did Snyder? Okay. Burton? Wait. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, it's like if you go back and you listen to him at Fandom last year, he oh, was yeah. he was nerding out when he was talking about it. Yeah, he was. And I, and I think to like the average viewer, it was very boring. But to those of us who like the film industry, that was like, oh yeah, no, talk more. <laughs> I wanted it to keep going. Yeah, he just <laughs> was breaking it down. And I'm like, Ooh, he, and then they show the trailer and it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, he yeah. turned the Planet of the Apes franchise on its head. Like the, the Planet of the Apes franchise should be a, a running joke. You know, should be. Yes, it, it's very corny in the 60s, 70s. And the Tim Burton one was like, eh. and then, <laughs> you know, they you had that first one where they introduced it. And you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then all of a sudden, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes was this dark action almost a little bit of action movie and then the last one's like a just mind-blowing how much i haven't seen either of them oh my god yeah 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 i've seen well i've seen i've seen uh rise of the planet of the apes i saw that when i was still living in la and then when don i own them i own all of them on blu-ray i do i do own them okay so so the problem though is like I started watching with my girlfriend and then she had moved to Oregon and I was still in San Diego in the summer of 2014. So I'm like, ah, okay, I'm going to hold off watching Dawn until she can watch Dawn. And then it just, you know how it is. Sometimes t- months and time goes on. You don't get around to watching it. And then like war came out in 2017 and I'm like, oh yeah, right. I got to go watch the other one still. And I bought war when it came out. I just sat there unopened, you know, oh, you so. need to get on oh, that. Man. I know. Yeah, is it streaming anywhere? Good. Are they yeah. streaming anywhere? Oh, movies my god uh, you have them yeah but i have to dig them out i have to dig them out that's the thing oh, like they're in god. storage dig them out. so so it's like so i'm good. also i'm also very lazy on like can i yeah, just stream yeah. it i no, they'll there, be well, as good a quality that, too, I guess. that to be honest i'm the same way i'd rather stream it instead of pull out a, a blu-ray and pop it in and yeah hit start on the you know the you know the ps5 or the the ps4 excuse me i don't have the ps5 the well, ps4 or you know pop it into a dv or a blu-ray player yeah but not only that now all my tvs are 4k and so i have my playstation 4 hooked up but it's not a 4k player so i gotta find i gotta pull out my xbox one x plug that in in order to be able just to watch anything in a in in good definition because if you try watching a blu-ray on a 4k tv it looks like shit (laughs) which is so weird Matt, but, Matt, first world problems, man. Come on. It, man. No, I, yes, I'm still <laughs> pissed about my Indiana Jones getting delayed 10 days. I just said that. Well, I said that to you the other day. They're, they're both free to stream on Voodoo, apparently. Well, I don't have Voodoo, but I, I can either. sail the high seas. So you know what? I own them. You I'm not going to feel bad. You need to watch bad. those. You need to watch them. I mean, they yeah. are. I mean, Matt Reeves did. I mean, the fact, the fact that he actually did something with that, I mean, it's mind-boggling. When I, Anytime that I've watched um uh rise is the first one and then we got yeah, dawn and then war. war holy yeah. shit like i couldn't i mean andy circus i i'm surprised he did not get any kind of awards recognition because i mean the, the i mean first off the cgi is so fucking good it's so good and andy circus acted his ass off as Caesar. I mean, Jesus Christ. It's a I, weird it, line that the Academy has with those yes. cap actors. It's so weird to me. It's I mean, he's just a part of the movie as like Jason Clark in the uh, second one, yeah, or yeah. James Franco in the first one, or uh, Woody Logan Harrelson in the third one. It's crazy. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. God. I mean, it, it, yeah, you really gotta, you really well, I mean, re- remember when the, the CG, the guys behind the VFX for Life is uh, Life is, uh, whatever that life is pie life of pie and they they went up there and they're like hey listen our whole business is going to collapse 
right? Like we're winning this Academy Award, but like we're shutting our company down because we just can't go on. You know, yeah, no, I mean, the the Academy only really cares about the above the line people. They've all, always only oh, cared yeah. about that. Oh, and yeah. I, you Meryl know what? The, the 10 million views they got during this year was such an eye opener to them. And I'm like, good. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. I 100% agree with that. Like, yeah. fuck all those people. Because I, when I work, when I was in L.A., I used to work for a place called Mark's Garden in Sherman Oaks, which was the flower shop to the stars. It's like every day Chris Kardashian would call Chris Jenner would call in. You know, and she's a very unpleasant woman to deal with. But these guys also provided all of the flowers for the Oscars. So you would hear a bunch of stuff from the people that worked there. And it's just the most like vain, vapid shit. And it's like, you know, as much as I love the industry, that side of it, I just hate. Yeah. So it, it's like, yeah, no, burn the Oscars down. No one gives a shit. Who wants to, Nomadland? Has any of you guys seen Nomadland? No, no I have not. not yeah. Do you, do you want to see a movie about a woman working at Amazon during a, a you know what, a, an economic a downturn? Very, very dreary watch. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, it's like it won. And then you see the Eternals trailer and it's like, well, that didn't wow anyone. So I don't <laughs> I know. The cinematography maybe looked all right. I was like, you know what? But I'm curious to see where it goes. I'm like, all right. Well, they're doing yeah. everything they can to undersell that movie. Right. They are like the, even was it Gemma Chan the other day did an interview and she had said like, oh, like we shot everything like at twi at the magic hour. Oh, yeah. You know, and we shot everything in camera. And it's like, are you a fucking Marvel movie or are you a fucking like, you know, French well, 80s indie film? Well, I think that's what I think that's how they're they're trying to they're trying to sell it like that because it, yeah, I saw that too. I saw that quote yeah. too. We're like, oh, we shot it like an indie movie. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not. Well, that was recent, movie. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah that was yeah. just the that other was, day. That was like yeah. yesterday or two days ago. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, yeah. you don't have to shoot it like an indie movie. I mean, look at something like Daredevil. It's a TV show, but it was shot really well. Yeah. You know, you can make it work. It just like that to me is not an asset for what you well, would expect out of a CD. They're trying to capitalize on the Academy Award. Winning. They're not, though. But they're not, though. Because they when so? they no, because she won Best Director and Best Picture. And the next yeah. day, there was not a peep about the Eternals coming out of Marvel. You had peak entertainment industry coverage that's true. well that's yeah well i think that's a part of it too but even when they put out the trailer a few weeks later her name was not attached to it yeah for that reason because yeah. they don't want to because she upset her the motherland yeah she's oh, god forbid right. you criticize china yeah. oh is that what did it that's, yeah. what, that's what did it yeah. Yeah. Hong oh, Kong that's protest. It's, it's... Yeah, yeah she criticized china yeah you can't do that guys i'm just saying china when i, yeah. when I, when I, when I talk about it you know people go crazy yeah you can't, that's you actually can't... really good yeah. it's one thing yeah. to say it's one thing to say hey l listen we took inspiration from you know indie films it's another thing to say we shot this like an indie film because the one person that's going to tell you we didn't shoot this like an indie film is Kevin Feige. Yeah. Yeah. No, well he, well, he even came out there and he tried selling it. There was an interview with him, I think right around the Oscars time where he was like, you know, he's like, Oh, she shot all of this like in camera stuff. And it just looked really good. And it, it was such like a weird thing for Feige before. to say. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, she shot what a fucking sunset. But was that more <laughs> about Marvel studios or was that more about campaigning for his director who was nominated? I think it's campaigning for, I think, I think he was trying to, I, I to upsell Chloe Zhao because I think she's a bit of a hard sell. I think she's um, a hard sell. after Kathy Yan was heavily pushed by DC for birds Ooh. of prey and that movie crashed and burned, uh, you know, and then, and then the fallout from that film. And I think, you know, if, if there's certain elements of who people pick as directors now, 
that are going to get kind of looked at. And if they don't kind of nail it, it can be used against them. I'm not saying it's right. Yeah. But no, no, people no. are very fickle on the internet as we all know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a fine line. Cause, cause I, I agree. The, the Kathy on points, a, a really good point. Um, and it's sad that it is such a good point, you know, given the, the two directors, um, you know, yeah. what are you going to do though? Well, I mean, like the thing is, is like, I, you know, a lot of people out there, I think are just kind of, uh, you know, they're tired of how, and I know Scott, like you run your website and, and I think you guys do a really good job over there, uh, by the way. Thank you. Um, but like, there's so many people that just run clickbait nonsense and it's designed to evoke an emotion. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I, not, not like we on YouTube never do it ourselves, obviously, yeah. oh, but I, I think just the constant bombardment of it and the way that it gets in the algorithm, like I'll look on like Google news on my phone and I'll look on Facebook news on my phone. And I just like roll my eyes at the amount of times I see, we got this covered or cosmic sure. book news <laughs> Or like any but like giant freaking comics, yeah, bounding into comics and whatnot, and it's yeah. all of that stuff that's designed to be emotionally laden clickbait, yeah, and and how people now just react to that, and and, and you know, and I do it too, so I can't really complain, but it, it becomes I think this more of a systemic issue, and you know, and then you know people get a narrative in their head because it gets placed there, and then it gets repeated. Those lies get repeated. Yeah, they and, weaponize it. Oh yeah, all especially especially when it comes out of certain parts of uh, a fandom, and you know, like uh, I'll say it. Look at Doomcock. Like Doomcock will weaponize everything he can oh, do. Boy. Oh no, come on! He got called out last week. It's okay. Well, I know. Fair I know. Game. There was a lot of drama. I was like, oh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was like I don't need Viagra ever in my life. I can go back and watch that clip, and it just gets me. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I no, I am, I am, but uh, not well. Yeah. Anyway, kidding aside. All kidding it's a, aside, it's a great metaphor. Yeah, right, it's no, just no, no, like no, no, no. watching someone whose own echo chamber is just so sick of his shit, and they all called him out, and not one of them defended him, even his best friend, shows you that it's like they're tired of that kind of nonsense. But that kind of nonsense is what gets run. You know, like yeah. like you, you look at like inside the magic.net, which is like a Disney blog, and like this girl named Rebecca Barton will run every Doomcock rumor, and then that it, gets sourced along with other people. It's just such a fucking mess. It's so sad because it never used to be that way with because that's a great in so inside the magical you've already mentioned it, Matt. They they pick up we got this covered, Doomcock, they'll pick up giant freaking robot. And inside the magic used to be like the pinnacle of trusted theme park news. And then the guy that used to run that site sold it off to this guy who was friends with uh, we got this covered writers and staff and just started spewing any Disney and yeah. rumor that they could think of, whether it's Disney or Harry Potter. Or, oh, yeah. You know, it, was, it was so And sad. there's there's oh, like man. the WDW forums now, like people I've seen like reports come out where they're like, oh, someone on the WDW forums. Uh, made this comment about like galaxy's edge and i'm like and i'll go and i'll look at the comment like the, and it's like what the fuck is this the guy that was on those wdw has so disney nerds status when, with 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 this kind of stuff but the guy that was on wdw forums who would run that kind of stuff joined a website called pirates and princesses and runs all that nonsense on that isn't website. that isn't that clownfish that's uh, neon, right? Ne neon yes, and geeky yes. sparkle, I think. I yeah. Oh my. Literally, you guys sound like. You yeah. Speak no. This gibberish. look. The thing is, this this rabbit hole <laughs> runs fucking deep. It's yeah. Right? Well, it runs deep. I mean, 
Sparkle yeah, twink, Sparkle fingers. Who? <laughs> it's it's it, and it's sad because they got a big following that supports them, and they're all wearing their tinfoil hats. People, and- he, I I've realized now, and I've and I've actually called out Doomcock so many times, and when I get into it with this fan base, it literally boils down to this. They tell me I don't care if he's lying. He it's gives sat- me hope. It's satire. It's satire. Not no, not even that. Like they'll fall back on the. It's just entertainment, bro. Like whatever. Eat well, my yeah, ass. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But they'll, but but they'll tell me like it's how he makes the, them feel. He gives them hope that George Lucas is going to come back and retcon the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> no, I, I, I actually made that joke earlier. I'm like, how many? I mean, every other week, Kathleen Kennedy is being fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Like how many times now is and, and, you know she been she been fired? Yeah. Which is why on her birthday I did a whole stream. I just said Happy Birthday, Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> just Jesus to piss Christ. off just to piss off those yeah. guys <laughs> yeah george lucas sold his company for what four billion dollars to sit back relax on a beach with his mimosas or whatever the hell he's drinking only for him to want to come back and save a company he has nothing to do with yeah he is makes he, sense right his as long as his name is somewhere within the company he's making money and doesn't need to save squat it's, it's not even that it's not even that like half of the sale of lucasfilm was in disney shares so yeah. like outside of bob Iger, i think he has the highest amount of personal shares yeah of course and so it's like he's making money off of this regardless every time the share increase like it increases and it's doing well you know, he's making a lot of cash off of this. He doesn't, I, I'm sure he gives a shit, but he also doesn't care to come out and say they're like white slavers because it doesn't matter. He can say yeah. whatever he wants. He's not going to lose a stock point. Yeah, you're yeah. right. It can you're only right. grow for him, especially it, with the way the trajectory is for well, Lucasfilm. Yeah. I mean, right now, like they're, I mean, they're firing on all cylinders in my opinion. And oh, yeah. they, they, oh, yeah. they like, Dave, yeah, Jesus Christ. No, the, the Bad Batch is like a legitimately excellent show. And I haven't been hearing a lot about it though. I mean, it's, I think it's because like, it's, I, it's, I don't know. A lot of people I know aren't talking about it, but I know people are yeah. watching it. It, the, so, watch it. So the people that I, on my team that I've seen it swear by it, like swear by it. They, right. they say yeah. it's the best thing since the clone wars in terms of the animated stuff. Yeah. Um, and you, you look at the bad batch, good, nothing but good word of mouth no one's really bashing the bad batch the mandalorian's a hit you get three or four spinoffs in the works you yeah. know it's but remember know, guys it's time. woke because gina carana won't be in it anymore yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's, a, she's a shining star in uh ben shapiro's new movie oh well you know oh what cracks up about that is like is like it. do you know how much money she was making per episode on that on the series was huh. it four hundred thousand, or was it no less? it it was less. It was on average between twenty-five and fifty thousand dollars an episode. She really? only appeared in like oh, yeah. three episodes in season one, and like I think four episodes in season two. And it was always on the back half of the season. So she, you know, she barely showed up at all for any of season two outside of the the last couple episodes. And what that was episodes uh, seven and eight, and then she showed up one more time and in, in the beginning of it, and that was really about it. Like there wasn't much with her character. So they could easily replace her with somebody else, like bring in, you know, Harris Adula, which is what I've been hearing the reports coming out about yeah, that. Yeah. I don't know how true that's going to be, but it's like, that's cool. Listen, whatever political spectrum anyone lives on, she's a bad actress. <laughs> she's like, she's a bad actress. I'm glad you said it. She's not the best. I've seen Haywire and I've seen her in the, fa- that Fast yeah. and the Furious movie. 
Like I liked her in Deadpool though. I thought I thought she played that role pretty well. Because that I character admit. was her, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that was her. Yeah, I, <laughs> that was her. I didn't like... mind. I didn't mind the character m- more than the dialogue from the character. You know, okay. When she's yeah. fighting Colossus, I, I, I don't, I, I didn't hate Angel Dust. I just thought, you know, the dialogue she had, and maybe that's not even her fault. Maybe I'm just being too harsh, and maybe it was the writers on Deadpool. I don't know. Well, no, I mean, she, she, I mean, like looking at like when she was in Fast and Furious six, again, it was more of a secondary character. Um, and she was just there to fight like, like Ronda Rousey popping up in fast seven to fight Michelle Rodriguez and lose, which made, well, actually looking at Ronda Rousey's career since then, it makes a little bit of sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But it's like, yeah. So she wasn't there, you know, I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. I'll catch Uh-oh. the flag for it. Uh-oh. Gina Carano is like China. If China didn't die and went into acting. Oh, like that is the and I'm and like not the adult stuff she got into, but just like in this general. Mentioning China again, I don't even know what's China. going on. <laughs> too much China talk. What's too much? Yeah, but it's no. it's like you know you don't go and you look at like you know when you look at someone like let's say oh, The Rock. The Rock is in my I don't think he's a movie star, but I think he's the world's greatest entertainer. Whereas ah. Batista has the potential to be a movie star because he takes the craft seriously. And Cena just likes to be the jokester, which is oh, fine. Fucking dude. There's something about John Cena that just rubs him the wrong way. I don't know what yeah. it, I don't know what's, I mean, like, I, I, I mean, I'm okay with them. I'm not like saying like anything that's with them is like, uh, I'm not going to watch, but there's something about him. That's just, yeah, he's totally on a different kind of, I don't know when it comes I, to those, when it comes to the Dwayne Johnson, Batista and then Cena. I mean, Batista is, I think Batista is definitely taking his craft seriously. We've heard that many times. I think he's trying to really like, Hey, I want to like, not just be looked at as another wrestler who's trying to be an action star. Uh, Dwayne Johnson. Yes. He's like, yeah, like you said, entertainer, but I do think he's like the ultimate movie star. I really do think he, like, he's, he, I think he's, the, he's the last, like you see, you took the words out of my mouth. The last <laughs> movie star, like yeah. action. Star. Is like, he, like I think so. He's the Arnold. Well, he's the Arnold Schwarzenegger of the. But 80s but Schwarzenegger today. could lead. But a Schwarzenegger could lead. But the Rock movies, they'll do well with with him in the lead. But he needs an ensemble for it to do very well. So like, uh, think yeah. about it. Think about it. So so before Fast and Furious Five, before Fast Five, what was he doing? He was doing like uh, Be Cool, or, or, or that was a smaller role back in two thousand five. The Tooth Fairy. I will, no, well, I, I'll admit, in this, you can make this argument for any of the wrestling actors. Their early stuff is just god awful. Like. I do think the rundown was amazing, though. Oh fuck yeah! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where was the sequel to the rundown? God damn it! The rundown is like under fucking rated. That was yeah. I can't I can't argue with that. But then you can make that argument with like certain movies and early careers. But what I'm trying to say is yeah, I get what you're trying to say. Yeah, his early stuff was just like (laughs) the tooth fairy. Say what you will about the game plan. You know, Scorpion and, King, Gridiron yeah. uh, Gang. And, uh, and, uh, Scorpion King is the Paul Smith. Paul Smith in the chat. Yeah, it was actually Rumble in the Jungle. That's what they originally called the rundown. Yes, I, I, I he said, "Welcome to the Jungle." It was actually, I thought it was called initially called Rumble. I remember seeing the poster. It was actually called Rumble in the Jungle. I think, or maybe it was Welcome in the Jungle. I don't know. I remember they uh, actually well, they used it for Jumanji. Yeah, they, they okay. Changed well, it. Oh, Welcome to the Jungle, or is that I, what it was? I, was it? Was it I don't know. okay? I thought it was Rumble in the Jungle for a minute. There. With with The Rock though, I just think that people like you're 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 right, Matt. I think it, there's an ensemble around him, 
but I think it's become like, okay, if The Rock's in it, there's billion dollar franchise yeah. potential. Associated well, well the Rock. key is potential. So, I mean, if yeah. you think about it, though, it's like, okay, so Jumanji already had the pre built in fan base. They were able to capitalize on that to push right. the, the first movie to do very well, like 970 million worldwide and then but but and that followed the last jedi and i think it was cat and i think it was slingshotted because of a lot of the blowback to the last jedi that's I, my take on it i think that's a good point but i also think that when they announced a new jumanji movie with the rock i think people most i think most people and i could be wrong maybe i'm not searching far enough but i think most people are like really why are we doing another jumanji if it's not gonna yeah. have robin williams in it yep I, but uh, granted, I could be wrong. I, I, I get what you're saying. Well, no, there's there's a lot. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not like I always bring this and I always get attacked by wrestling fans when every time I say this about The Rock because people think I'm hating on him. I'm not like I genuinely think he's one of the most charismatic people in the entire he, world. He is and an he entertainer. Yeah, for sure. You're right. He's and I'll watch, he's I'll watch him in anything. Steroid. Like, so, <laughs> so that's that's why they brought him into Fast and the Furious. But but, well, but let's but downturn. Let's, yeah, but then look at this too, right? So kind of go back here. So you, you figure go back to like, um, I would say maybe two thousand eight. He he was in Get Smart, right? As as you know, kind of playing the same character that he played in the other guys. But then you know, go go uh, past Fast Five. He joined uh, Journey to the Mysterious Island, so a franchise already in the works. Then he went on to go do GI Joe Retaliation the next uh -huh. year, which was also a franchise in the works. Um, he tried branching out on his own with Hercules as the main star for Brett Ratner's bomb in the summer of 2014. Ooh, Brett Ratner. Then he, then he, yeah, then he was in uh, Furious Seven only for a few minutes. And oh, the beginning and ending of that movie. He had that great scene where he ripped off his cast and he had the minigun. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm, again, <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. And then him fighting, him fighting Jason Statham was badass. Oh yeah, that was uh, and stuff like that. Scene. But then, but, yeah. then he did, then he did San Andreas which came out the same year, 2015. And that did well. And they keep talking about San Andreas too, but it's been at this point, six years. So I don't think it's going to happen. Then he did central intelligence, which is with Kevin Hart kicking off that buddy comedy duo. And people were like, want, and I think they're talking about doing another one, but following from that, they're doing the, they did skyscraper with Ross and Thurber. And then they're doing red notice for Netflix, which is like a $225 million movie with Gal Gadot as well as Ryan. Reynolds, but I mean, if you look at what he's in, it's like Baywatch is meaning to kick off something with that Ooh, one. Ooh, that was so bad. Uh, that was Rampage, so bad. right? Rampage came out in 2018. Loved, I love Rampage. I'll admit, maybe not the the <laughs> the, the, the box office glory. I, I, sure. I, I, <laughs> well, I, I mean, and it's oh, not, and that's not even saying. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but it's like, yeah, it okay. came and it went, and then he did yeah, Skyscraper, did. which was Die Hard in a fucking office building. Well, right? the, and they came, they, they, San Andreas, it felt like San Andreas skyscraper rampage were back to back to back to back. And they, they were, kind of, they were, they, they, they crossed and it, they, they all became forgotten. Um, you know, and then he's got, he's yeah. got like what, then they did a uh, Hobbs and Shaw, which didn't, you know, it did well, Hobbs but I, I fast in the furious. I well. thought it was going to crack a bill. I really did. It didn't have a surprise. Uh, and then it's Jumanji, the next level, which ended up not doing anywhere near as much. Uh, well, it did about almost $200 million less than, um, the first movie, right? Was the, that the 20, 2019? That was 2019. Yeah. I want, uh, see, I, th I don't know it's if not, it had anything to do with rise of Skywalker. I, I don't think it, know, it came out. No, it came out before rise of Skywalker it dropped. I think it dropped right before rise of Skywalker did. So about one of the best, the rock movies is uh gridiron Moana? gang. Gridiron oh. gang. <laughs> 
Great that's, that's actually a really good movie. Yeah, no, but that also that dropped also in 2006, right around the same time he did Southland Tales. You no, know, that was that, bad. I did not. That like was that. Ri- look. Richard he, Kelly is not a good filmmaker. I said it. Okay, Donnie Darko sucks. I said it. Does it. Suck, yeah. Donnie Darko it's, is boring. It's so, so bad. Is, uh, <laughs> the box. I liked the box because I thought it was an interesting take on the Twilight Zone episode, but it also still ran about forty-five minutes too long, yeah. and My it was best like friend is like obsessed it, with that film. The, and, so I mean, <laughs> he, the, look, the Rock. The Rock has got a fantastic. Uh, you know, he's got a he's got a good resume of content here and you can see that he's always kind of been working himself upwards but it's always been attaching himself to other franchises i mean yeah, i'm sorry it's a good well it's a, fine yeah you want to argue a good businessman i view it as shaky yeah. i view it as shaky because it's kind of like you can tell he's always looking for the next the next thing which is fine but it's like we're at a point now where anthony mackie i think said it best there are no more movie stars it's just actors playing roles so but with the rock it is different because you are right skylar like he he plays himself in like every movie yeah so when you go and you see in in 2022 when you see dc's league of super pets and he's voicing crypto oh it's going to be the same kind of attitude he's bringing to black adam project for him i mean i'm i'm cool with it like i have a five-year-old son that's going to be cool with it but well so so let me ask you this when you think there are no movie stars what do you think of a person that should be a movie star like who's a movie star right now i don't is think it, they exist anymore because who's putting butts in seats for just being an actor uh, i mean and not even i i don't think the rocket counts because a lot of it's been on the, been the ensemble stuff and but w- when you meet and i'm just asking i'm not arguing yeah, with yeah, yeah yeah um when you say butts and seats do you mean like just bankroll and cash or do you mean like just co- great content that fans and critics will go and see I, I know the obvious answer is the cash because that's what people like to bring up is that the movies have performed well with him in them. Um, but I would argue the latter would and be Tom kind Cruise, of Cruise. Uh, like I was just going to say, I yeah, was gonna yeah. say, well, I mean, Tom Cruise, Cruise, Cruise is good. But then again, at this point, what's his career been? And it's been Mission Impossible for the past couple of years. You know, he tried he tried branching off in 2010 well, with Maverick Night and Day. Out, so, I mean, you know, top well, Top Gun Maverick, which should have already been out. They should have already just done it. That uh, should have been like 20 years ago. And I'm really well. And the thing is, Joseph uh, Kaczynski, the director, I'm really excited to see what he does. OK, what about Keanu Reeves? He, come on, dude. Like, if it's not John Wick, it's going to be Neo or it's going to be Bill and Ted. Right or or what was it uh, Johnny Silverhand from fucking uh, <laughs> Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven? Like I mean I I loved Bill and Ted. I thought the third one was excellent. I had so much fun with it. Excellent. I can't, yeah, it was. Fun. I can't wait for Matrix Four, but it's like in John Wick, but it's like in, and I'll watch Keanu and just about anything. But again, Keanu is like not going to bring bust to seats unless it's something like John Wick that started off. Keep in mind, John Wick dropped in October twenty fourteen. And it was okay. That, and that shouldn't have been as good as it ended up it, being at it, all. Yeah, it wasn't. And then it wasn't until it hit DVD in early 2015 where people started checking it out. And then when they released John Wick 2 in 2017, there was a big push and a lot of people came to it after then checking out John Wick on home video. So, you know, it built up to those franchises. So basically the shift is like, what it sounds like, it's like, okay, so when movies come out, not huge right off the bat but then there's like a you know a little cult following yeah, yeah like john wick 
if it were like it wasn't huge when it you know box office but then everybody's like hey did you fucking watch this john wick movie holy shit you know so basically that's where things are kind of kind of i mean out. like yeah. I'll, I'll argue like i'll argue one of the worst movies that has the best marketing campaign uh-huh. was always paranormal activity yeah. the first one the first yep. one now and i'm from san diego and that was shot in san diego and none of us knew that that thing was made in san diego we were all angry but orton pelly is a cool dude um and uh, the but the whole point though is, is the first paranormal activity is mostly out of focus it's mostly out of focus if you watch the movie it's very simple yeah, it's not that yeah but the way they works. the way that they marketed the movie was yeah. showing people watching it in theaters the, the scares and that yeah. prompted people to go and see it. It was it was enticing <laughs> to them. And, that, was and always, that was always a big marketing thing, right? To show to fucking audience and night vision. Yeah, because it yeah. just looks because people want to yeah. again, like we're voyeuristic, you know, it we're very such, voyeuristic. It was such a sneaky movie. They're like, even it even fooled people into thinking, oh my god, this is real. Real. Like, yeah. That was like their, oh, yeah. their thing, you know, and then yeah. all of a sudden. So you saw but them then, at, like the award ceremony, you're like, wait, you died at the end of that. <laughs> yeah. <What?"> oh, dude. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll be honest about this one. I, I believed the Blair Witch Project was real when I was like. 17. Oh, a lot of people did. Oh, I remember. Right. That. I didn't. Like, I didn't. Uh, I was like, but well, I remember watching it. And I remember a lot of people were like, "Oh, this is fucking real." I'm like, "Bullshit! Are you kidding yeah. me? What do you mean? It's a movie." Yeah. It's yeah. A, well, no. Oh no. Oh no. Let me. This is true. I will tell you guys this. This is absolutely 100 true. Right before the movie came out, I was on a Yahoo Movie Groups forum, and the um the movie had leaked online back in like the late 90s. So this was like a very obscure thing it was back like 98 then. or something yeah, yeah it was uh, 99 it was july 99 and so oh. this guy claimed to have it and he was from vancouver bc and so i'm like i gotta see this fucking movie i can't wait i've got to see this movie so i created an alternate profile of a girl named jenny and i started like <laughs> kind of like i don't want to say catfishing i guess catfishing you would catfish maybe be the term them. maybe would be the term now but this was also a decade before catfishing was a thing and i just kind of like you know i was like hey but but here's my pitch and this is the thing i didn't like go like hey you sound cute he 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 you know it was like yeah. hey my cousin was heather donahue we don't know what happened to her they haven't let us see the movie yet my family just wants to know so I played up that I believed that it was real, and this guy was then like feeding into that. Oh, wow! Oh my <laughs> and then God. and then and then when the when it came out like a couple of days because he was going to send me a VHS copy of this thing, I I had like asked my neighbor like, hey, can I use your address? And he's like, that's fine, I don't give a shit, right? And so like, I was going to you know this guy was going to send me a VHS bootleg copy of the movie, and uh, then he found out that it was fake, and he got real mad at me. About it. Oh, <laughs> gosh. I was in my defense, I was seventeen. And I was a fucking moron. Seventeen-year-old yeah, hey, There's nothing imagine. wrong for catfishing to see your favorite movie content. <laughs> it you is. Know? It's great. Yeah. You know, uh, you know if I, I could catfish to see Dune or something, I would catfish right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. I completely no. agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Give me, uh, you know, give me Dune or uh, Matrix Four or whatever. The Suicide yeah. Squad, even shit, man. Yeah. You yeah. know, like. <laughs> Do you guys um, speaking of okay? Go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry, do you, but do you guys because we were talking about The Rock? I mean, do you guys think uh, I mean, because we talked about how he's looking for things to join and stuff like that, but I mean, how do you think Black Adam's gonna fare amongst the DCU? Because I mean, he's very much he's been Black Adam for what four, 15 years, he's trying like to get this project. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I mean, this was very much his baby it, it coming to fruition, so um. You know, how do you think it's going to fare? Do you, do you think it's going to do well or? Um... Well, again, it. I mean, 
I mean, how could the one thing he does good at get good at, I should say, is over the top action franchises, and Black Adam is that kind of franchise, just over the top. You know, these characters that we've never seen before, like um, Adam Smasher, Doctor Fate, you know, Hawkman. Uh, the uh, the 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 is Enchantress. I, I don't know the other kid. Uh, what's the chick's name that's in it? The character. I don't know. I just know that the potential's there. The Rock has had 15, 20 years to prep for this role. Yeah, it would be very disappointing if he slips and falls and you know ends up shitting the bed on this one. Yeah. See, I think this is gonna be a. I think it's gonna be a sleeper hit. Like, I think it's gonna be the next big thing. I do. For some reason, I just get this feeling from it, uh, where it's it's going to like, it's it's going to be the next like talked about. Well, I I have a hot take on this one. Okay, it it all, it's, it's going to be bad. I no, I'm I'm hoping it's good, <laughs> but it's all dependent on if the Flash is good, hmm. and and because that's going to be the lead in to it. And wait, the Flash is coming out before. I think the flash is coming out before, isn't it? Mm, I don't know. I thought the flash I, comes I, out. I like, know, I know they're both filming right now, but it, let me see here. Hold on. Um, yeah, but, both, now they're both you know in production. So it's going to be real close. Uh, it comes out Maybe. July 29th, 2022. And I think the flash is April. Okay. So what's going to be oh, interesting right. about, it, but what, cause what black Adam, you know, when we first heard about it, it's like, Oh yeah, black Adam, obviously we know the character. We know where that's all coming from. Maybe it's going to like tie into Shazam, but then all of a sudden we hear about, Oh, we're going to have the justice society. I think they're going to probably play heavily into that. Like, Hey, we got this, you know, we got this right here. Justice society of America. We got other characters, blah, 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 too. I don't know. (sighs) My hot take is I'm more excited for Shazam fury of the gods. I, for me, oh, I ooh, I think I think Zachary Levi is one of the most likable actors you know working today. She's he's so likable. He's he loves the character. I think the kid that plays uh, Asher Angel, Ash who Angel, yeah, he's good. Young, yeah, I think he's awesome. I I like the cast they're putting around him. Like I love Lucy Liu. I think Rachel Zegler is going to be a star. Yeah, um, you got Helen Mirren. Yeah. I mean, th- this movie is just built to be just exciting, and I I, I thoroughly enjoyed the the first one, and I just think this could be bigger. And I, I I'm more excited and interesting to see Shazam than I am Black Adam. Yeah. Oh, I just and I, I, like I was the rock. I like the rock. I was wrong. The Black Adam comes out before the Flash. So no, I was yeah, yeah. It didn't sound. I like, I, yeah. I think I got Shazam and the Flash mixed up. Mm. Maybe maybe because of the big you know lightning bolt on their chest it's kind of black adam to be good to be excited for the flash yeah well yeah. the flash is going to be a tough sell like that's going to be a tough sell the Snyder fans. Well, when you're a movie that's shuffled through like seven eight nine ten directors yeah and and, and like well, 80 release dates oh i know but then after watching ricky famiua on the mandalorian and what he was able to create with some of those episodes and you're like how the fuck did you drop him yeah like the they dude actually, they He's had great. a bunch of really good. I like the idea of the game night director. I liked game night. I think the game oh. night directors would have been interesting. Goldstein and the other guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, because um, they also I, they wrote they wrote homecoming. Yeah, and I, I liked I I Lord and Miller would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. I 
I, there's a million different directors. I, I can't even keep track. I'll anymore. tell you this: Rick, when they said Rick, when they said Rick, Seth, awesome. oh sorry, Seth Graham, yeah, yeah, that, yeah guy. that guy blocked that guy. me. That guy blocked me on Twitter. Wait, uh, Seth, Seth Graham, Graham Smith. Smith. Yeah, because like he was shitting like on Ghostbusters or something like that, or he was trying to support 2016 Ghostbusters. I was like, eh, and then it, he was like going after people that go like well it's a franchise i'm like well it is a franchise it's got what fucking it? you know movies comic books cartoons shows is and then he blocked me because i was like hey it is a franchise <laughs> he said it wasn't a franchise or something like that because it was only one movie i'm like yeah but there was also cartoons shows books all this stuff well, that's yeah. technically a what was franchise. the last thing he did i, I can't remember I what he did no <laughs> um was it like I, the last thing I remember him being attached? I think he wrote the script for like Dark Shadows. Is one of the last thing I remember because ah. I know he did a lot of script work. Uh, maybe he went to TV. I'll, I'll hold on. I'll Google him real quick. <laughs> Seth Smith. He wasn't the yeah. Baywatch director, was he? Or was he? No, the no, 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 no. No, you know the same guys who wrote uh, Baywatch also did Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. I like they are really nice guys though. They They are. are. I follow them on Twitter and they answer all my questions, which is fantastic. They're so nice. I like Freddie. Baywatch wasn't so bad. I thought it was entertaining, but Baywatch was horrible. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, He is the, what's he director? Um, He wrote, okay. Seth Graham Smith wrote dark shadows and, and Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter, which makes sense. Uh, He also wrote the Lego Batman movie, which was God awful. Yeah. What? Um, okay. People sorry. Let me love let me, it. People the last, it, the I last act like of that movie was like what I feel DC is going to do to this night to the multiverse <laughs> where it has no rhyme or reason. It's like, Hey, remember this random thing that's not related? Throw it the fuck in. Look at space jam, space jam, a new legacy. It Ooh, looks God, like the last awesome. act of fucking Lego Batman. Oh, the, no, no, no. Space Jam, the last le- I, or whatever it's called, the new movie I looks see, awful. Yeah. And I was so, so excited for it. It looks ter- the trailers look so and bad. I I don't hate LeBron James, but he don't he doesn't look like a better actor in this movie than Michael Jordan did in the first one. I'm sorry. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah cuz you're 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 cool in Trainwreck, but you don't look good in Space Jam <laughs> at all. Yeah, because in Trainwreck he had like fucking like what? What six minutes of like screen time? I mean, yeah, yeah he's working yeah. on Bill Hader here. He's the shiny. Yeah, Bill Hader. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now if, if they now if they brought Bill Hader in to be the Bill Murray of the Space Jam, it could work a little bit. You know, I'd, I'd be Dude, okay that, with that. That's what that's what was good about the first Space Jam was like, hey, we need somebody who's got some comedic chops who can act across from Michael Jordan, Bill Murray. There you go. And it was I, it, that's how that worked. Well, Plus, there was a good story there because yeah. the story like the story was, you know, the tunes needed to fight the monsters yes. in order to yeah. save their world. And yeah. they got it. And it also it tied into Michael Jordan's transition back from baseball uh, to, to back to the NBA. I love how it all, all kind of came together. It came. This one's just yeah. like, oh, my son got sucked into a Don Cheadle led matrix. The <laughs> it was, what do they call it? The, the, they called it the Warnerverse oh, or something. Yeah. yeah. And now right. we're going to Ready Player One this whole yeah, movie. It, yes, it looks identical to Ready Player One. Yeah, because they keep putting all these like characters in the background that yeah, yeah. just well, no, no, just not, not that. live action Iron Giant movie, please. Well, yeah, because they should because it like, wasn't the Iron Giant the same model that they used in yeah, Ready Player One, Ready and then Player also One. when it shows him falling through like the multiverse or whatever, and you yeah. see the different worlds, they're all planets, just like the opening of Ready Player One. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so, right. So, did like did, I mean, is it just they were like, Ready well. Oh, same, yeah. same here, Huge same here, Ready same Player here. One guy. Yeah, Ready Player One's great. I love the book and I adore the movie and I will fight people on that constantly. Yes, yeah. yep. 
I'm, but I'm with you there. I'm with you it's on so, that. but it's so crazy how like this movie just feels like it's just corporate. Oh, it just totally. feels corporate. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they just want to cash in on some LeBron James before he fucking retires, you know? Yeah. yeah. And well, and well, the, the fact that the Lakers fucking petered out, I guess, yeah. like that ain't gonna help. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's, gonna it's, like, it's like, yeah, yeah, good, good job, dude. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, the Lakers are already out of the playoffs, and you got a movie coming out. I mean, that would have, yeah. Yeah, and then he has his production company. So you know that big. He didn't come to L.A. because the Lakers. He came to L.A. His production company, this Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, we, all, we, all we all knew. We all knew. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't about like you know. Oh, I want to come to this team now. It was all about coming to L.A. and yeah. yeah making movies and shit. Yeah. Oh, and that's where the money is for for a lot yeah. of these guys post their yeah. career. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was smart. What, I'm not gonna say that it was not smart. Yeah, smart. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, I'm I'm like, when I see oh, a new trailer, a new poster came out today, I'm like, I don't fucking care. I'm I'll watch it probably maybe if I'm you know bored or with like a whole bunch of people drunk. I would a party. Or yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be. I, I I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna watch Space Jam. I want to watch Space Jam. This is my <laughs> cup of tea right here. Like is. You know, yeah, I, the, the first one didn't age well, but it's still, you know, I can go back and watch it and find something about it that I love. Yeah. So I'm going to go into this one, expect the worst, come out thinking it's just mediocre. I mean, maybe we'll get lucky and it will have like a nice, you know, like, but then they also switch directors like halfway through, oh, right? God damn it. They did oh, that they, too. Yeah. yeah, they switched directors out. And that's when they cut out the Pepe Le Pew scene, which got a lot yeah. of people pretty pissed off because so they had filmed it. It's like, it's a scene that about, it's a scene about saying like, hey, consent is key and don't be a dick, Pepe. And yeah. then it's, you know, and then that's what it was. problematic. So let's. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm so tired of that shit. So am I. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, God, you, do you know how hard but it is? At the same time, a, in the a, background, they got the fucking uh, what you call it, guys from uh, oh, yeah, the, the, the droogs, man. Yes, from they got them like, in there. Like, do you realize how bad those guys were in oh, that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello? yeah. Like, <laughs> cut, cut out the cartoon skunk, who yeah, but, but leaving the actual rapist. Mm, that's all he's doing, mm, that's all he's doing. But yeah, you had these guys who fucking literally, like. <laughs> We're, oh god i know i hate it i hate it i hate it, I hate it. <laughs> I guarantee there's gonna be even those kinds of characters in the background somewhere you're gonna you're, someone's gonna point out oh oh there's someone even worse in the background oh it's yeah it's gonna, gonna get mad because the skunk isn't in it because he can't get you know we we can't watch the skunk get the, the, cat, the cartoon cat you know yeah, because you know he goes after cartoon cats and tries to kiss them oh yeah. I mean, like it doesn't. It does. It's not. It's not going to kill me to like not see the scene. I just find like the reasoning for it, like especially yeah. when they explained that it was like, about consent. I'm like, okay, you're kind of like missing out on a teachable moment here, which is something that I think a lot of kids maybe need to hear. Yeah. Um. Sure. Yeah. You know. And this is why, like, I hate being like the like the lefty that I am because I read like all these like lefty blogs that just want to like, cancel or punish culture everything, and it's like, stop it! You're making me hate you. Yeah. My my own like I could care less if the characters in there are not like I can understand a teeny tiny bit like why my issue was I don't was it the New York Times who was the one that really came out and fired on all cylinders like their biggest reasoning and I saw it on Twitter and he was going after people was like this is going to teach kids uh, to do these things I'm like the the cartoon skunk is going to teach 
the kid <laughs> to do this to like our, to, yeah try to cat or to a human bar. like yeah i i, I can well, swear that 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 character's been around for like 60 70 years too right? yeah well uh, i mean i, I, I grew think... up wanting to do that because i saw cartoons yeah. don't do it i, and, I watched peppy you know, Luka, yeah cartoons yeah. all the time I but mean, i wasn't like oh i'm just gonna approach him and, mm, you know, <laughs> yeah. oh no <laughs> no what a joke of a movie man <laughs> it really is. I mean, oh, God. Pepe I mean, ever, ever, ever since ever since its announcement, I was like, I I, I don't want I don't I don't care. <laughs> I really I don't really care can, about a space jam. Care less, man. Yeah. Do you remember when? Uh, the, and this was like 25 years ago when the Space Jam sequel was supposed to be called Spy Jam with Jackie Chan. What? No. What? No. No. Tell us more. Oh, no, yeah, no, okay. This is what's funny. It was in a so I don't know if you guys remember this. I'm the Disney nerd, so I remember I would go to the grocery store in the 90s all the time in mm-hmm. early 2000s. And on the magazine shelves, there was a magazines called Disney Adventures, mm-hmm. and yes. mm-hmm. you would pull out Disney Adventures, I would get it. You could subscribe and you would, it was just like little tiny magazine and it would tell you like upcoming movies. There was interviews like there was one from like 1994 where Disney Adventures interviewed George Lucas and they had asked him, hey, when you're done with one, episodes one, two and three in like five years, are you going to do seven, eight, nine? And he said, ask me when I'm done with episodes one, two, three. Okay. It, it was so cool. It, it would tell you everything. But when. Space Jam came out and it became the Colton financial success. It was two years later, Disney adventures interviewed uh, Warner, uh, someone at Warner brothers. And they said, uh, we're working on a space jam sequel with Jackie Chan called spy jam that existed within that same. It was basically, um, it was basically a direct sequel to space jam. And then that yeah. fell apart. And then three years later, the idea was to call it Skate Jam with Tony Hawk. And then that fell apart. <laughs> wow. It was wild. And this was all in Disney Adventures magazine. That had pretty much they were just trying to capitalize on who was yeah. like, hot. You want- yeah. I remember the weirdest interview I read oh, in Disney Adventures. And they were talking about a Married with Children movie. Oh, in wow. Disney Adventures, because I would get it every what? month. I would pick it up at at, at the checkout stand. I had the a magazine six... to have. Can you oh my! It, I remember when they added Bone to children. it. Like no, ma'am. Yeah, it was no. They oh. were like talking about doing a movie back then, and then uh, I, I just oh, recently oh started watching the Ducktales, the reboot, and like how they're kind of tying in the other properties a little bit into that, and like that's pretty great. Like I'm I'm loving the hell out of that. So yeah, I'm like bring back Disney Adventures, bring back Disney Afternoons, like. I'll do it. And yeah, they got the Darkwing Duck now. It sucks DuckTales ends because DuckTales is actually a really good reboot. But then, but you have Darkwing Duck. I don't know how it'll be with Seth Rogen. I don't know if I like that fit. Wait, is he but, voicing DW? Uh, Jim Cummings is supposed to be okay. voicing him. Yeah, uh, I think okay. Seth, I think <laughs> Seth Rogen is just strictly writing. But Seth Rogen, and and don't take this to the bank. This is just what I heard. The live action T- Chippendale rescue Rangers movie uh, that they're doing with Andy Samberg and uh, John Mulaney as Chippendale. Seth Rogen was previously announced a cameo. Um, what I heard is he's cameoing as uh, Monterey Jack. Huh. Interesting. Jim Cummings. So, I mean like that's going to be, I, I just, 
I don't know. Like I, I've been watching like, you know, the DuckTale show and then also the Big Hero 6 show that they did uh, following the movie, which is also really good. Is it? And then I, yes, I, it, I, yes, it is. It is. It, it's, it, directly, it continues from the movie. Because I yeah. love the movie. I love the movie. Yeah. It has all the voice actors with the exception of TJ Miller. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but this was before his oh, bomb and, uh, situation. And, yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah. And the guy who voices him actually does a good job. And uh, Damon Wayne's Jr., um, he's not in it. It's okay. Carrie Payton, who's obviously cyborg in Teen Titans. Oh, okay. Sorry, wow. I was wrong on the yeah, nice. thanks for correcting me. But it's it's really good. Like, like it's it's a solid show. They're the only but you're right. They're the only two that are the cha- the, the rest is everyone else is the same. You're right. You're yeah. Yeah. I love it. But it, six, but yeah. Disney just can't they canceled that too just recently and they decided to put out this Baymax shorts, which is like two minutes, and it's then it's got four eight four to eight minutes of fucking credits at the end of that damn thing, and it's yeah. Well, they're know. they're doing their own Baymax show now, which will be more along the lines of the animation from the movies. So you have that. I, mean, I don't, that, yeah. I don't, I don't know, know if that's going to be the same. I I don't know if it's just Baymax and Hero. I don't know if even Hero's in it. I have to imagine he is because Ryan Potter likes working with the company. I don't know. I think yeah. I'm hoping that they end up uh, doing something well with that. I just get like. This is one of the reasons why I don't watch a lot of animated shows anymore because you get into it and then it's like, oh, yeah, no, here's like a couple seasons and then it's done. But then when you're a kid, you don't realize that, you know, like, what was it? Uh, uh, how many of those shows just ran for like two seasons? Right. And then they but they had like 40, 50 episodes and yeah, that ends Batman, up being like Batman, the animated series. There's literally like 60, like 60 something episodes in the first season. Yeah. And then and then they did a second season and then they went and then they started changing everything to like, oh, Batman and Robin adventures. And then yeah. it, it started swapping and then all of a sudden it was done and then it went to Batman Beyond. And then it was like, but at the same time, revisiting that because I do a stream now. About it, I was like, wow, there's like literally in the first season, there's like 64 episodes in the first season. I'm like, it, it seems like it went on for years, but it didn't. It was just the, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I will say this because I do have to go. I have, I have a stream. I'm starting in like a yeah, minute. Because I, I, um, right I, I do a nightly yeah. stream uh, so I can hear the sound of my own voice to kind of comment on some of the chat that's in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, what can I say? It sounds wonderful and it's bassy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. <laughs> but uh, uh, but I will say this, though, with Seth Rogen's involvement, if it's from a producer uh, or a storytelling perspective, I think he's proven himself with um, with Invincible, uh, yes, and, with, uh, Invincible and the boys and oh, okay. um, Priest, you yeah. know, preacher. or preacher, 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 preacher. Thank you. Yeah. You know, he's done a lot where he he has kind of established this nerd cred and I'm willing to see where he takes it. Um, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on that. Uh, so I think that's going to be fine. But yeah, I mean, in the meantime, like there's a lot coming down the pipeline, a lot to be excited about. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. got Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Listen, like the way I feel about Seth Rogen is the way a lot of people feel about Kevin Smith. I think mm. Seth Rogen is do like got, he's hitting the nail on the head when it comes to doing these nerd or, or pop culture related, like, like stuff that, that we enjoy, you know? And uh, he hasn't done me wrong yet. I loved Preacher. I, I was kind of sad when it didn't get, uh, you know, after the whole second season, like uh, the, they kind of like, you know, did some things that uh, religious people were not in favor of. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, they had like Jesus, yeah. you know, it was like with hookers and stuff. It was just different. And uh, It's wonderful. 
It was wonderful. It was really was. Uh, I mean, if you don't think like he hung out with Mary Magdalene, if you don't think he was getting yeah. a solid rub and tug every once in a while, yeah. all right. Like he's a human, he's a man, he's got urges, yeah. you know, he's going to be like, so listen, like, I know what you do and you know what I do, but if I just look away and I close my eyes real hard, we can make this work, yeah. you know? And then, where do you think the shroud of Turin was? It was a cum rag. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but, but, uh, but then, then the boys, the boys, oh it's the true. boys is just literally one of the best things like it it's probably my favorite show that's on right now like it's that's active right now the Good boys you, just you brought amazing. up invincible i was late to the party on that and i adored that i thought yeah. that was awesome i binge watched that the night of the fucking season finale i was like all right i'm gonna see what this is this is about and yeah i, I played yeah. catch up all week and i got to that season finale and it hit that subway scene and my jaw oh my hit the God. floor oh my yeah. and i'm like Fucking this just Christ. went to places that you never would expect things to go but it's great but anyway i gotta bounce guys it was a good chat with everybody all right man uh, thanks for having me on dave and i'll talk yeah, to you guys. Thanks, thanks for joining man oh wow he oh, joined he just really quick went quick oh man oh man uh but invincible was i mean i'm not Dude. a huge animated guy i, I really am not I, it's just not my thing and um yeah i was blown away by it though by the real yeah i mean yeah when it came to invincible like like i kept seeing people talk about it and then when it came to that thursday when the season finale was going to be uh premiering i went okay it's time for me to just like join like let me just see what this is all about. And like the first episode was very run by the numbers. Like, okay, he's a kid of a superhero. Okay. This, that, and this. All right. Yeah. It was almost like, all right, why is everybody, I, I, I questioned it. I went, why is everybody raving about this? There's nothing <laughs> really special. And then that last scene. Yeah. When, when fucking Omni-Man just started, just, just runs fucking train. killed everybody. Yeah. I went, oh, that's what yeah. this whole thing's about. Okay. Yeah. I get it now. I get yeah. it now. Yeah, because yeah. I, I feel like that first episode was very misleading in the sense that it opens up and you're like, oh, cool. It's kind of be like the DC animated stuff. Yeah. You know? It's just run of the mill animation. And then all of a sudden you're just like, oh, shit. No, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this is not good. what I thought it was. And uh, yeah, it's a, it was like, but but even down to the like you just said, the subway scene or when oh Omni-Man is was, like, if you look the 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 coherent the co like the consistency of it omni man has a black eye after yeah. getting his eyes gouged for the whole next episode like yeah. the continuity of it is so it's great. done so well and then the subway scene like it's it shows like the real destructive like nature of what that what that scenario is to, like is like if you're he's putting a superhero another superhero is invincible through a subway cart the destruction that would incur is it was is, you know unreal yeah. but they showed it and i was just like this is amazing this is oh, amazing. i know that yeah that that scene right there i mean that was probably the most shot yeah that was the most shocking scene right there when he just fucking yeah. i mean I, I just remember going oh my god what i mean he's just like holding him up to, to that and just like, everybody's just blood blood blood, yeah. blood. What, like, holy you god. care for that guy oh okay yeah. let me just yeah. murder him real quick oh, i was like god. oh my god this is do you think they'll tone it down for for fuck no they're gonna no, 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 not no. in the not in the animated but the live action 
I, I don't know how they're going to pull that off live. Me either. If I they really do, don't. They do, are they, are they doing? Am, am I off? The, are they doing live action? I haven't heard. Rumor has it is that no, that's no, the that, next. I step. haven't heard anything. But oh, that'd be wild. That's going to be. That's. I mean, eventually they're probably going to try and then like, I, hey, if they can pull oh, it off. What do you mean, Robert Kirkman said that he wanted to do it live. Action. Did he? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, man, that's not, crazy. Okay, but it's. I mean, not, I'd be cool. I'd be cool with it. It'll be years down the road, of course. Definitely, because they're gonna they're gonna tell the animated story, yeah. And then, and then go from there. But Jeez. I mean, I just some of these the 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 plots and like the the two like there's just a lot of uh, stuff going on there that's like I don't know. Like, could it work? Could it work live action? I don't know. You like, know what? Um, if, if they're willing to try, I'm willing to watch. That's I'm that's the thing. It. That's the thing about all this stuff is like, hey, sometimes it doesn't work. But hey, I'm willing to watch if you're gonna try. Yeah, that's me too. all that matters. Oh, all right. right, I think we should wrap this up because it's oh. three and a half hours in, and uh, you know, yeah. Hey, this has been a lot of fun, guys. As per usual, Skyler, this has been great. You've been sticking around. You're probably feeling as good as I am. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, I do this I tonight. I appreciate you having me on. I don't know. Yeah, the door's always open, man. I mean, if you ever want to just like, you know, I'll send you a link when we're just talking some shit right here, you know, and just, you know, talking about this nerdy stuff. Always welcome to join the conversation. Ty, thank you for uh, joining too. Uh, we'll go around the horn. Go ahead and uh, promote yourself. Skylar? Skylar Schuler. You can follow me at Skylar Schuler. Instagram, Twitter. You know, I like to uh, talk all things movies. It doesn't have to be Disney. So if you're a fan of Warner Brothers, let's talk Man of Steel. Let's Woo! love it. Uh, you can check out the Diz Insider. You know, if you're a fan of Marvel, Disney, Star Wars, Pixar, all that good stuff. Uh, we do some cool stuff, drop some cool scoops. And uh, yeah, come check us out on uh, all social media. You know, what's crazy is like the Pixar filter is now becoming a viral thing. Have you noticed that? Everybody's oh, yeah. Pixar themselves. Yep. Yeah, that's like a what huge is that? thing now. It's it's no. horror. It's horror. That's what it is. It's horror. It is horror. So a does bit. it make you like animated? It makes, it makes you look like a Pixar though. character. Yeah. yeah. Oh. There's like a filter out there. People are posting it like crazy. I've seen it like the last couple of days, and it was trending for a bit there too. Everybody's oh, Pixaring themselves. So, oh, God. Scary. so if you want to see what you look like as a Pixar character, Ty, go ahead and check do. that out. <laughs> You'll have some big eyes. Yeah. That's, that's a common trait is big huge eyes yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna pop on tic tac and find the pixar. tic tac love it yes um go right. ahead and promote yourself okay uh yes my name's ty i'm with the pop culture corner um uh, we got a, a a live in july um thing coming up uh with guests all month long raising money for breast cancer. I did just lose a uh, nice. mother a couple months ago to it. Aww. So we're going to be raising money for breast cancer all July with uh, tons of guests and, and, and cool stuff going on. Uh, and then this weekend we're covering uh, E3. I won't be doing it, but we will be. Um, so follow us at pop underscore culture 2020 uh, or just, you know, search the name in YouTube. And, and then uh, really quick, friends. that's awesome. Shoot me a link to that, that, uh, charity because I had a grandma that sur luck luckily survived it twice. I'd love to, you know, support help out in any way I could. That's, that's awesome that you're doing that. There yeah. Yeah, definitely. For sure, man. And uh, maybe you can come on and, uh, and, and we could talk to you as well. Um, yeah. That'd be great. The more, the more the merrier. Dave's always welcome. And the good thing about, um, you know, de dealing with all this, this pandemic, dealing with this, uh, you know, the, 
like her disease is, you know, I, I had found this community of people like, yeah. you know, on, uh, by doing this, that, that have really like supported and, and, and just been there and, uh, really cool about everything. So this has been really helpful to my mental health, if you want to call it. Right. That's good. So, um, it's been a little bit easier. So I, you know, to everyone out there, thank you. Uh, and yeah, I, I, for sure. I'll send you a link. Um, cool. And thank you guys for, for thank you, Dave, for having me on. It's been a while, and I was getting vodka withdrawals. <laughs> yeah. Now, man, uh, I appreciate uh, you coming on. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I said, doors always open when it comes to this stuff. And uh, you know, I just like having just these kind of conversations and everything. And thank you to uh, Jarbo for uh, showing up and uh, giving his two cents and everything like that. And you guys know what to do: uh, hit that like, thumbs up before you leave. Hit that uh, notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. If you want to join Film Chunky, become a member. Do so. Hit the member button. I do uh, members only uh, vlogs as well as uh, once a week I do a live stream with just the members and everything. And if you want to join the Patreon, you can see what I'm doing ahead of time see stuff i'm working on and then of course once a month we do a patreon stream if you want to come on and talk to me all that stuff and then of course we've got the film junkie closet that's also down below if you want to get yourself some merchandise get the film junkie uh vodka stream shirt right here of course and uh yeah guys we appreciate it we will uh of course talk to you later <laughs>